This is Long Island's own Sports Radio Network. Sports, sports on, on the, the Go, go one, one Radio. 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 Sports on the Go One presents Chalk Talk. Boy, that escalated quickly. I mean, that really got out of hand fast. With Renee Canales, Fogues, and James Baccioni. Friday, Friday, Friday. What is going on? Government shutdown enters day 35. <laughs> oh, 35. Really? day 35 of this? 35. Airplanes are freaking out. Uh, no one, no work's getting done. The but we're here. Sucks. The Red Sox don't go to the White House till May. <laughs> I don't know what's going on there. But you know what's going on here. It's Jaw Talk. We're here. We're here every day. Got Big Mike Rifkin not in the producer chair today. He's uh, taking Renee's seat yeah. over there. Big Mike, punny not funny. And oh, we got... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and on the sticks today, producer Evan Mazza. You know him, you love him. Renee Canales, John Fogarty, not in today. They should be here back on Monday. Renee might call in today. I know that. He says he's going to try to call We welcome in. any calls. Of course, this is a Friday edition of Chalk Talk. We like to have fun on Fridays. So, got open phone lines all day. It's number to reach us. Find us at 631-676-2968. 631-676-2968. Number to call. Call in with anything. It's Friday. We're talking here. But... Get into a little bit of some Mets news today. Actually, just some breaking Mets breaking news. Breaking news, right, right, right before we're about to go yeah. on the air. So, perfect timing on that one. Uh, we're going to take a look at the AFC East. No, AFC North, North, the North. we said. We'll, uh, the with, North. The, with the Jim Harbaugh signing and some news out of Cleveland. John, John Harbaugh. John. I say Jim. John, it's Johnny. They're the same <laughs> for, You know, it's interesting. For, uh, I'm, I, I, as, I, I, I'm allowed to that. As <laughs> a Ravens fan, I've heard it all the time. Oh, Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh, head coach of the Ravens. Jim Harbaugh. I'm like, no, it's John. It's John. <laughs> My bad. John Harbaugh. <laughs> it's John. Uh, we'll get into a little. we got Nick's Nets tonight. Uh, should be a slaughter, but we'll get into it. <laughs> if you want to change the, my mind, make a says call Says the in. Nets fan. <laughs> Listen, I'm with him. It's not going to be pretty. Yeah. shouldn't be pretty. The Knicks. Says the Nets fan. <laughs> well, I mean, no, I was at the game on Monday, and they won by 30, and it was freaking awesome. Mm. So after being down, we're down at five at the half, and ended up winning the game back by 29. So that was a pretty impressive win. So I'm pretty, I'm running high on my net. Pl- had a pretty good year. Yeah, they're they were they're two games over at the time. So, uh, but yeah, we'll get into that a little bit. Like we said, Friday, who knows where this show can go? We can go off the rails. It's a roller coaster. This show is a giant roller coaster. <laughs> but I guess we'll start off with some Mets because yeah. that's the news that just happened. And Sh- uh, should so we start? Off, should we start off with the bad from the interview yesterday or the good with the signing today? I mean, does this good kind of puts a little damper on that? Maybe I don't know. Yeah. It's a pretty smart signing. I like it. It is. So yeah. let, let's tell Evan. You want to tell people since you broke Ken, news to us what Ken happened? Ken Rosenthal just said a few minutes reported a few minutes ago that the Mets they get their lefty reliever. It may not be Andrew Miller. Uh, but it's Justin Wilson, two-year contract. It's ten years. Uh, two. Excuse me, ten years. Hello. <laughs> two. Wow. Look at him, but not Bryce. <laughs> <laughs> it's two. Two years, ten million dollars for Mr. Justin Wilson, the lefty reliever, previously pitched for the Chicago Cubs. So the Mets get their lefty in the bullpen, and it adds to Jerry's Familia, Edwin Diaz, and Robert Gazelman, Seth Lugo. You put Wilson as your lefty. You get competition like Alex. Al- Al- Think about uh, all those uh, names you just said. My gosh, this bullpen. <laughs> like that's the thing. Like we're not. This isn't the Yankee bullpen without any stretch. But boy, this is a solid bullpen. With the, I'm just thinking with the, with our combination of starters who are better than the combination of Yankee starters. We don't need like we uh, we have solid pitching almost every inning of the game if you ha- if you want it. Yeah. yeah. For every game, except for Jason Vargas. Well, well yeah, I mean, we got, we <laughs> yeah. he had a better second half. I know he did. I just can't trust him. I, I don't. I don't blame you. I don't trust. He him. certainly had a better second half to the year. Yeah. Um, but Justin Wilson, I'm going to pull up his stats for a second. Justin Wilson, again, he was 
you know, he was one of the mid-tier lefty guys in the bullpen. You know, obviously the top was Andrew Miller. Really, Andrew Miller, nobody wanted. There wasn't many mm-hmm. takers for him until the um, Cardinals. Cardinals. Yeah, I forget the Cardinals swooped in and got him. But Justin Wilson, his uh, uh, ERA last year, if I can pull it up, right. if I can do my, if I can do my job and pull it up, <laughs> here we go. Last Troy, year, do your <laughs> job, Evan. <laughs> last year with the Chicago Cubs, he was four, four and five win loss record, a three point forty six ERA, uh, seventy one games pitched, fifty five, fifty four point two innings pitched, uh, forty five hits allowed, uh, twenty two yeah. runs, twenty one earned runs, five home runs, thirty three walks, sixty nine yeah, strikeouts. That's what I like. That's what I saw first. I'm looking at the stats. The walks are a little concerning to me. Mm-hmm. I really do like the uh, the game, 71 games appearing in. So, you yeah. know, he's, he's going to stay around, hopefully be healthy and be able to pitch on, you know, looks like pretty much every other day, you could mm-hmm. say. Mm-hmm. But uh, the walks are a little concerning in that limited time. But the strikeouts, 69 strikeouts, yeah. if he can come in and just be that one big strikeout guy, that lefty. Situational That lefty. situational lefty like that. Who was that guy we had years ago? Was it Pedro Feliciano? Yeah, like a Pedro Feliciano. Feliciano. Exactly. Wow, Come that, in. that was my first guess. That was amazing. <laughs> that was my Come first in guess. and be a Pedro Feliciano and just be – your job is just to get Bryce Harper out when he comes up. Yeah. Right? And it's, that would be great. I mean, that's that's such a weapon to have on a team, having a lefty specialist. Yeah, yeah. and I mean, and two years ago, in 2017, uh, he had 80 strikeouts. Now, the number he was traded from Detroit to Chicago. Chicago wasn't too great the first try when he got traded there, 5.09 ERA. But in Detroit – 2.68 mm-hmm. in Detroit prior to when he got traded, and 80 total strikeouts uh, for combined in 2017. Uh, 2016, when still in Detroit, he had 65 strikeouts. So this is I, – I like this signing. This is a very yeah. good – It may again, it, it may be in the mid-tier. Mm-hmm. It's not an Andrew but Miller. It's not a David Robinson, mm-hmm. but it's, it's yeah, certainly up yeah, there. Yeah, but to me, I just see this move being – I agree. I like this move a lot. I, I, I think that it's – we, we're not going to really ask him to do too much. We're not right. going to overwork him because we have mm-hmm. the guys like you mentioned, Giselle Min, Lugo, Familia, who are all guys who have, can, we can put in in the start of the inning. I really just think that they're going to focus on him as being that Good specialist, left. that mm-hmm. get, get me this one out. And if you can do that, you could be a hero here. Right. And if you can buy into that, and I mean, it's, not, it's a lot easier said than done, of course, to get that one out. But, I mean, the guy's got strikeout stuff. Mm-hmm. And you have competition from guys like Zamora, Daniel Zamora, you bring you bringing in uh uh Luis Avalon is a is a was a non roster mm-hmm. invitee Alex uh, the other the other lefty guy that they got from the Phillies, uh for signing uh, Avalon I think his name is, or I I think I might be confusing him. But Are you, you talking get, about you the guy from the Cabrera trade? N- Zamora, that's the guy for the Cabrera trade, right? No, he was from Pittsburgh. Oh, he's from Pittsburgh. I okay, 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 okay. I'm but, not sure. But you got competition now with some of these guys to add some more depth into the bullpen, and it While just these younger arms develop. So it's a good yeah. thing. Yeah. Never, yeah. never. You, know, you always want competition, of course, in any sport, with any team. You never want someone to be complacent in their job. Drew so. Smith is another guy I'm looking at in that bullpen. I like Drew Smith a lot. He's another guy I'm looking at that bullpen to help maybe to helps with something. Yeah. And it's certainly you look at the bullpen, certainly an improvement over the Josh, the Smokers of oh the world. Man. Last year's bullpen was. Josh Throw a throw a uh, throw a paper towel at the. What, what's, there's always a saying, and I always forget it. It's like you throw s- something at the wall and hope it sticks. <laughs> a dart. Yeah, is that it? That <laughs> makes sense, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Hansel Robles of the world. The Paul, you know. Uh, listen, if Paul I see, if I saw you Paul SeaWorld again take sea the Magic City Field, Paul SeaWorld, <laughs> I, I might get a, a sea line to take him out because she 
see guys <laughs> off. Uh, I yeah. mean, it's it's certainly now an improvement of what they of what they I had mean, last year. I mean, if you think about it, like we'll get into the the BBW, uh, you know, the interview from a couple days ago. Right. But or was that just yesterday? Yeah. It was last night. Is oh, that is that a yeah. season ticket holder? Okay. Um, uh, okay, so we'll get into that too. But I mean, you gotta say these moves that they're making as they may not be as flashy and exciting and the ones that we want as you know to the, the New York moves that we want to see. But they're not bad moves. They're no, good no, moves. Every single solid. one of them. This is a solid, solid off season. Very. This is this is an off season where you can look back and say this is a pretty proud off season here. You're filling up the bullpen. You're filling up the infield, the infield, and yes, we get it. All you need is that outfield. Mm-hmm. You need one stinking guy mm-hmm. they just need one guy in that outfield mm-hmm. i know there's that sexy guy that sexy name with well, the beard and the hair he's got the the great dude, swing I'm sitting right here <laughs> well you are a very beautiful man mike we know that we yeah. know that but you are very very beautiful i, I couldn't play center field you're right about that <laughs> you can probably you can probably be a catcher you can probably be a catcher uh, we know right. there's that. We know you could probably be a catcher. Well, if Dominic Smith could play first, you could play, play first. Dominic Smith can't base. play first base. <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem. I mean, he cer- <laughs> I mean, he certainly can't play left field. Yeah. God, I, mean, I feel so I mean, bad w- for him. Wilson Ramos. Yeah, I think I love that move. I think it's one of the most low key moves of the offseason, to be honest. I think that he's going to be a, such, such a, a solid signing. catcher for us. Such yeah. a good signing. I mean, it's and like everywhere, you, all around the field. We've gotten better, except yeah. for center field. But we, I like the Broxton signing. But I just wish that we had a player. Not Ligaris that he could platoon with, yeah. but you know I'm I'm not sure that they're done there. We'll see. I'm, I'm not ruling out trading Juan Ligaris. I totally think he's getting traded somehow, some way. I mean, you got Broxton is essentially a younger, more potential mm-hmm. version of Juan Ligaris. I think Keon Broxton has more potential, and apparently I've read that his, this offseason he's changed his entire approach uh, at the plate and his entire Good. swing to make it. Good, because he says he 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 said he said I was trying to kind of do too much with my swing. I've kind of this soft season spent all this time with like coaching and Good. every day in the cage working on what my swing does and learning what my swing when it's working ha- like what it's supposed to be. So I don't think he's going to try to hit, you know, 35, 40 home runs this year. That's what I think he was doing in the past when he's right. got he's gotten over 20 before. You get the gap. Exactly. That, that he, I think he's, I think he's because he's fast and yeah. I think he's going to be a great doubles hitter this year. And I think and not strike out anymore. He's going to. I like like I ended a bunch of guys like a Lowry, like a Cano, like a Broxton. They're now they have they have. Game plans when they get to the plate. Yeah. They watch film. They know what pitchers do. They don't go up there just saying, oh, I'm going to swing. They mm-hmm. say, okay, like this is where my pitch, and if I get a pitch in this spot, I'm going to you know, put it in play. If it's sure. here, I might foul it off. They're not just going up there hacking. It's, right. it's it, They're disciplined hitters. I don't mm-hmm. think the Mets are going to strike out a lot this year. I think the Mets are actually going to yeah. be one of the lowest teams in the league in strikeouts this year. Well, let's hope. And I hate strikeouts. That's one of my biggest pet peeves in baseball. Put the damn ball in play. I, it, I hate it how now it's launch angle, and if you can strike out three oh. times a game and hit one home run, it's okay. No, that was never the case years ago. If you struck out, you didn't play. You put the ball in play and make things happen. And I think this Mets team is going to do that a lot. I'm well, excited. The last four years, that was essentially them, home run or bust. And that's the Yankees right now, mm-hmm. home run or totally, bust. Totally, And why they yeah. lose? Because they couldn't get situational hitting yeah. in, in the, the, against the Red Sox yeah. because yeah. they can't put the ball in play. It was yeah. Gary Sanchez was more concerned with launch angle than just driving the ball out of the ballpark. Exactly. And that's what the Mets and the Mets over the last four years were that te- were, were a team. And, hey, they got to the World Series with that. They made the playoffs the next year later. Why did we lose? We lost to the Royals who were – Situation. Why the Cubs win? Because they play that, you know, dink and dunk and make things happen. Baseball, put it in play, make the other team make the play. The Red Sox. I mean, the Red Sox are two oh out man. hitting, two out hitting in the playoffs. Jackie absolutely Bradley insane. Jr. 
Yeah. Oh, my God. How good was he? Oh, my God. That whole team that's up and down. It's the same thing we're talking about. It's just putting the ball in play and making it happen. You can't win a game if you strike out three Mm. times a game. Yeah. 100%. And get on base, you know, and get on base and just get a hit. You know, the base hit's bigger than a home run. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. I'll say this, though, because we hit on center field. I wouldn't be surprised maybe if they went the Nimmo route in center. And maybe look at a corner outfielder. Maybe. That's fine with me. That'd be I fine with I me. Mean, I mean, I, uh, I Con- Conforto can't play center field. No, I no. would not. He can't do it. He, they've tried. He can't do it. He's not vocal enough. Him. He's he gets. If you ever watch him play center field, he has it's almost not. a collision a game because yeah, he doesn't yell. For the, he's not loud. So. Right. 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 And, you know, I think it also helps with Justin Wilson. He's, he's experienced both in the AL and the National League. That's, yeah. that's great oh to yeah, see. That's really good. In, the, in terms of the outfield, I mean – I guess, you c- yeah, Conforto stays in stays so in wh- lab. What was your name for you Nick had a name? Castellanos from Detroit. Oh, Castellanos. Yeah, mm. that, that'd be the guy. Is he more a third baseman, or does he play outfield last he pl- year? He played right field last year. Okay. So the Tigers are set. He wants to be traded before spring training. The Tigers he's are coming player, out. He's a he's young. Yeah, like 27 or 26. Yeah. Right. So if he's got one or two years left, Prove a deal. Yeah. I like that move, actually. Yeah. I think that'd be a great and, move. And Detroit's rebuilding. They're not close yeah. to being yeah, no, not, no, even, clo- no, not yeah. even close. Not even close. I don't know what's going on there. So they're not going to ask for major pieces. Mm-hmm. So Castellanos is a free agent after this season. Okay. After this year, he's a free agent. That's an interesting name. It probably wouldn't come at a hefty price tag, like you said. It'd be a and it's a right-handed bat, which with the lack of that in the lineup because certain people aren't going to play until arguably July. I think it's a good presence to have in the lineup. Right. Now, what would you give up for Castellanos? Last year, he had 23 homers, batted 298, 89 RBIs. What would, what would you guys think about giving up for Castellanos? Would you offer Lagaris? Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't think that's like enough. Do, but do they t- – uh, yeah, that, is that, that can't be enough. I would do Lagaris, maybe uh, the, the kid catcher, Nito. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. If, 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 try. If, if, and maybe one other piece. I just don't. I don't know. Is that really what Detroit needs to rebuild their team while Nagaris and Nito? Tom, yeah, I know. Tomas Nito. It just doesn't seem sexy to return to the, for the Tigers. But it's also he's an expiring contract. who already right. says he's so not going to go there. So, right. But I could also see a lot of other teams making a better offer and giving up one of their top well, ten guys in a playoff push run situation if he's batting right. 298 yeah. again. Right. But, you know, I'm just throwing names out. No, yeah. I mean, I love that name for the Mets. Yeah. I think that's an incredible – I would love that piece. I think it's a great fit and put him in the corner outfield, move Nimmo to mm-hmm. center and have kind of a Broxton-Nimmo platoon. That'd be great. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But – yeah, the question is now, what do we give up? We've given up so many prospects <laughs> in the la- this offseason that we what really don't have What about Dominic Smith? Again, but with, uh, the, with sure, the a shot? I, uh, yeah, I would hope that if, maybe if he came up and had like a good spring April, training. yeah, spring training and maybe April or n- maybe a little bit of May, he was still hitting well or at least not looking like a buffoon like he well, always I, had been. Well, I mean, what better player to learn from than Miguel Cabrera, who, let's be honest, has never been in the greatest shape True. either. True. Yeah, but Miguel Cabrera is like, it's just, I mean, Dominic Smith needs to has to really ascend. I mean, Miguel Cabrera is a Hall of Famer. Well, I mean, look <laughs> 100% at hundred percent voter w- my, a getter in my opinion. Maybe, no. maybe. Look, look how much Miguel Cabrera helped JD Martinez become the player he became. Mm. He's become. Yeah, that's that's. I mean, yeah, point. I mean, that'd be a that'd, that'd be a hard sell for the to make to the Tigers, I think. But oh, if you're BBW, would. I mean, you could uh, 
You know he likes to talk. I mean, I'm not giving up someone like Andres Jimenez. I'm not giving Peter Alonso. I'm not giving oh, no, 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 up no, no. those guys. Alonso's I'm not giving up. Well, what are, our, what are our plans for Jimenez? I'll give up Tim Tebow for Castellanos. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> come on. Come on. Come oh, on, Detroit. your you opening day center fielder, <laughs> Tim Tebow. Yeah, what are we talking about? Yeah. <laughs> come on, Detroit. You know you want Tim Tebow. Come on. You know but you want Tim Tebow. Wait, wait, wait. To play for the Tigers or the Lions? <laughs> Both. Or does he try to try basketball when he plays for the Pistons? Blake. You see Blake Griffin's interview the other day. And <laughs> Richard Jackson crap. Blake's like, yeah, we're terrible right now. Richard Jackson comes in and like, starts like laughing and joking. And Blake's like, no. Like, yeah, get out of here. <laughs> That's a bad win. But, um, but Jimenez, the shortstop. Jimenez, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm what are we going to do with this kid? I mean, he's one of our best prospects, if not the best at this point, right? right. Yeah. Other than uh, Alonzo. Right. But we where's, where's our room for him? I think that's where you have to st- – I mean, we might have to. We might be forced to flip him if Rosario turns out to be the shortstop that we think he's going to be. Well, Jed Lowry's got a two-year deal, so maybe right. he could play third. Right. You can try him out at third. Yeah, yeah I guess you could. I, I think I think Jimenez is in a very interesting situation because of Rosario and because of Lowry. And, yeah, I'll even say it. Robinson Cano, even though he's a second baseman, he's here. Peter Alonso is hopefully going to be the starting mm-hmm. first baseman, whether it's on opening day or the next or in May or whatever, hopefully. I'm hoping Peter Alonso rate just completely I mean, that's, goes that's, off. I think that's training. what everyone thinks. And that's what upper management thinks sh- is the plan mm-hmm. that he comes up eventually in, in early in the season. So what? Yeah, where is Andres Jimenez in this in this situation? I mean, I, you could look to trade him, I guess, but I think you have to be one thousand percent sure Rosario is your future shortstop. Yeah. You have to be one thousand percent. And I love Rosario a lot. I'm close. I'm getting there. If he can, if Rosario produces in from April to July. And maybe you're in it, mm-hmm. and maybe you're looking for another big bat, bullpen, pit, pitcher, starter, Corey whatever, Kluber. whatever you want. Maybe that's when you kind of go to you kind of go to a team and be like, "Hey, we have this Andres Gimenez kid. He we're not bringing up anytime soon. He's just sitting around." Mm-hmm. Let's I th- talk. I think, I think he's an attractive name in baseball. He, yeah, I, I, I would, would hope so. I, <laughs> I mean, he's a Met. He's a Met. <laughs> he's a Met. Let me see. Uh, where does he fall in the top 100 baseball prospects oh by God. baseball by Baseball America? Who is one? Is it Tatis Jr.? I think it's Vladdy. Is it Vladdy? I think it's I think it's Vladdy Gordano. I Jr. hope it's Vladdy. I love how BBW asked for Tatis Jr. in the Padres. Good. Said no. Good. <laughs> no, I, well, that was the best. I mean, that was great. If, I love. Wait, why not ask for it? Yeah, Vladdy Jr. is number one. I mean, if, if the if the San Diego Padres are to come up to me like, listen, we want Noah Syndergaard, then I'm like, okay, we want Tatis. <laughs> oh no. Okay. Bye. I mean, th- there you go. That's yeah. that's how the conversation goes. Yeah. I mean, they're this they're this team who we keep hearing about all the time. Who's gonna sign with this mystery team, the Padres? All these mystery teams. Oh. The Padres aren't doing anything. Listen, I could see the Padres signing Manny. I really could. I mean, the I longer could. it lasts, maybe. But I, I, don't, I don't understand. Uh, go, no, go ahead. I think I think the longer he's out there, I, I I said this to someone the other day. I think there are two teams who are lurking in the wind, and the Padres are one. I think the St. Louis Cardinals are the yeah. other. I think I think I would not be shocked to see Manny Machado sign with either one. I of mean, those where would you teams. rather go with Jimmy Machado, the, the Padres or the Cardinals? The Cardinals have just got Paul Goldschmidt. Remember that. Yeah. So that's a pretty potent lineup if you add Manny Machado to that. Jimenez is number thirty-eight in the Baseball America. Oh wow, uh, it's better than I would thought. Thirty-eight after being eighty-two last year. Okay. Damn. Peter Alonso <laughs> is uh, blah 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 blah. blah, blah. Peter Alonso is ninety-seven. <laughs> 40. He's actually 40. Oh. Two spots, just two spots below uh, Mr. Jimenez himself. Wow. That's too sweet, right? Jared Kellenick is 63. 
He's a bum. He's a bum. <laughs> <laughs> He's a bum. He's I just hated him. <laughs> I hate that man. I hate him. How so do you hate Derek? Come no, on. I'm kidding. I have I to hate him now. I mean, I, I hope, I hope <laughs> I he's not good. I'd I be really upset if he's very good. Listen, I, if the Mets win a championship oh, with I Diaz mean, and Cano and Kellnick goes off to be this great player, everybody okay. wins. That's like when Michael Fulmer was going off before last season when he kind of, you know, wasn't great. But when he, wa- when he looked great, I mean, we had we got Cespedes. We brought us to a World Series. Like, what are you going to do? Like, mm-hmm. you had to give to get. I had no qualms with giving up Fulmer because we got Ioannis. But yeah, right. So, I mean, yeah. Yeah, that's what happens. I mean, like, the Cubs, you think the Cubs uh, – would would trade back that World Series just no. to have Torres back? No. no. Hell no. No. Yeah, they got what, they Chapman out of that deal? Yeah, yeah. yeah Chapman. And, they, and Chapman was a main reason they won that World Series. So We got a ring. They got the ring. They hadn't won one in 108 years. Or I know. And that's the thing. When you, when you're, that's the thing with the Mets that people need to understand with, the, with that Kellenic trade and, you know, getting Cano and Diaz. You're so star for a championship. Mm-hmm. And, again, this, is actually, this actually goes back to Harper and Machado. That's another reason why Mets fans are going crazy about those two. Is the fact that this team has been starving for a championship, but when you have an opportunity to get a player who can help you get it, you got to give up a farm piece. Mm-hmm. You have to, even if you like him a lot, you have to. Which that leads also to Gimenez. Does you know? Does I would like to keep him around, but yep. if I can get something, if like we're in it, and, and if it's July, you know, late July, and we're we're right there, we're seven games up, or we're you know two games back, or three yeah. games up, might have to make a move if someone's mm-hmm. trying to sell with some a, t- a top piece, a mad bum if the Giants are terrible. They could use maybe a future shortstop. Mm. Brandon Crawford, is he that good? I see. I, <laughs> I see. Love Brandon Crawford. I see the Yankees and come July going, hunt, good, yeah. going hunting for Madison Bumgarner come July. I do too. I see them going hunting hard I for him. I see a lot of teams hunting for Mad Bum. So yeah, I, I, I mean, see. Why that. not? Why wouldn't you? There's a lot of good pitchers who could potentially be out there. It's unfair. Yeah. So a Shields, he had a pretty good season last year. James play. Shields. Oh, wouldn't it be great if James Shields became a Met? No. <laughs> no, but just like he becomes a Met, he becomes a Met, and like the Mets put like the highlight reel, and the one highlight reel of James Shields is the part. Dude, just do that and re-sign Bartolo. Uh, I mean, he's sitting there, right? He's sitting there. He's definitely right. sitting there. He's not standing there. He's not standing. <laughs> he's not going to cost you much. Yeah, no, he costs you nothing. But um, so just while we're still on this Mets, before we go to break. Uh, we'll get in. We'll we'll do the Mets um, from 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 last night, the BBW. Yeah. Uh, what's your guys' instant reactions on that? Because you guys have more watched it, right? Or you had. I caught a glimpse of it. I caught a glimpse of the transcripts of it, and it it was mostly about the big question that popped up was was of course you guessed it was of course Mr. Harper mm-hmm. and Mr. So this was Manuel just Machado. like an open. Mike question. It was a Q and A for season ticket holders. Yeah, it was a. How would they ever let that happen? The Mets. <laughs> just like, are you kidding me? It was at City Field. <laughs> let that question are you kidding me? It was at that City Field. Security tackled that person. <laughs> that sounds like a disaster waiting to happen. And for it's Mets with PR. Jeff Wilpon. Yeah, I, I. Oh my goodness. With the boss. They're lucky Who's I don't have season tickets. Tell anyway. the team to Mark Cuban. <laughs> Jeff, why are you still here? <laughs> I'll hang up and <laughs> hey listen. Je- uh, <laughs> hey, Jeff, why are you still <laughs> God. Uh, he but said, anyway, yeah. here's uh, Van Wetter. This is actually on Jacob deGrom. Uh, well, the Mets are maintaining, some bullet notes about it. The Mets have maintained open dialogue with deGrom and his agents on a contract extension. Van Wagenen did not indicate that anything is close. This is from MLB.com. Uh, I'm reading off MLB.com's Anthony DeCuomo over he- uh, here. Uh, Van Wagenen did not indicate that anything is close. DeGrom recently agreed to terms on, of course, a $17 million deal to avoid arbitration, more than doubling his salary with a record-setting deal after winning the 2018 Young Award. 
Uh, Van Wagen said, we haven't put a timeline on the discussions with Jacob or any of the other players on our roster for that matter, but Jacob is clearly a guy that we value. Jacob is clearly a player that we will hope will be with us for a long period of time, and we have ongoing dialogue with him and his representatives on a variety of things, including his status with us going forward. I really, with the Grom, I really think they're going to get something done during spring training. I, I really feel like I really feel like they're gonna get this. They're gonna get this thing done. It's just a matter of when, not if. I mean, I, 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 like I said, I always I always say I don't. I was I see no reason to rush it because he's under control. But I mean, how am I gonna sit here and complain if they sign Jacob Degrom for the next ten? Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't. I just don't want that to them to do that and call that the big free uh, free agent signing for the next three years. You know, because you didn't have to do it. So don't right. do it if you can't afford it. Right. Do it if you can do that and then still do what you want to do. If that's just – you just want to do that just to lock him up. Right. That's my only concern. Well, he, here's the benefit of that also. In the next two years, the Cespedes contract comes off the books. I think he's making $58.5 million over there. They brought yeah. up the Cespedes yeah, thing. Je- Jeff Wilpon brought up the Cespedes thing as a reason not to go after him. Now, unfortunately, this got painted by the New York media of blaming Cespedes. Yeah. Poor guy. I mean, the poor guy is sitting there rehabbing, trying to get back, and mm-hmm. he's, you know, he's he, got headlines. He to get back? I think he is. Well, I, I, am I like the last Cespedes fan still standing, by the way? I, I guess if I he comes in, I'd root for him every second. <laughs> I just have no hope that he's ever going to come back. Like, I really don't. I haven't dude. seen him in a year. But d- d- Wilpon we'll 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 like. we'll says, oh, we'll see him. Wilpon we'll says uh, we can't. We have we already have two $30 million players on the roster to a full, because, again, Cespedes, I think also Robbie Cano Robbie was the other Cano, one. Yeah. Meanwhile, the Washington Nationals might bring back Bryce Harper, no, and they got Scherzer, but they got Scherzer and Strasburg on their payroll. And, and Corbin. And, and Corbin, Corbin, that's yeah. right. And Corbin. Well, here's the thing on Harper to the Nationals. You would think if he was going back, it would have happened. Yeah, he really he doesn't want to go back. Right I, don't I, don't think, I don't think so either. That's really the thing. Don't. That's that's I, another thing I, that fans I, really I, forget. I, I've said that for the longest if he would have gone back, he, it would have been done. Mm-hmm. I they're, think those they're, they're not waiting on Machado because the yeah. Nationals don't have a need for Machado. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they really Trey don't. Turner. Yeah, Anthony Rendon also. He's, he's there. Next year. He, he's a free agent. He's after a season. great player. He really is. I like him a lot. He's one of the most underrated players in he baseball. Is. is see are those two guys? Go off a little bit topic here. We're gonna go, I'll go off a little bit off topic yeah. here. Yeah, just baseball. Well, well, Anthony Rendon and Nolan Arenado are free agents. So yep. is that are those two names? People say, you know what? Why bother spend ten years? 200, 300 million, whatever, on Manny. Well, we can just sign Rendon and Arenado. I, li- I like the Yankees getting Arenado next Ooh, year. Yeah. I really do. I've yeah. said that a couple of times, I think, on this show. But I think that, I think that's the move that they should go for. They, they uh, imagine I, that? I, I in Yankee Stadium? Mm. I think the Rockies re-sign him. I don't think he re-signs. I, listen, that team's got good future. Yeah, that, but, I mean, they, they've had a pretty good team for, like, three, four years but, now. But, but if you look at the National League West yeah. as a whole, San Diego's coming, but you don't know no, when they're They're coming. not close. When? Right? They're not that close. When? They're at least three years away, I think. Two, three years. Two or three years. Arizona's obviously going to rebuild. Which shocks me. San yeah. Francisco's going to rebuild, mm-hmm. even though they've got a ton of payroll with Cueto, Baumgartner, mm-hmm. if they resign him, Samarja. But their overall talent's not really there. No. So your main competition becomes the Dodgers, who, as good as the Dodgers are, at some point, there's gonna be no Clayton Kershaw. Mm-hmm. There's gonna be, you know, so there's got to be someone behind Walker Bueller in that rotation mm-hmm. that you trust. So, so realistically, when you've got Marquez, Freeland was really good yeah. last yeah. year. You know, well, if they can get anything out of um, 
John Gray. John Gray. Yeah. He's who's still young. And he's, yeah, yeah. He's supposed to be a stud. I mean, he's shown, he's shown flashes where he could strike out 13 guys in a game, and he's shown where he can let up 13 runs in a game. So, <laughs> I mean, they, that's always the thing from the problem with the Rockies is the best pitcher they've ever had was um, – what's that dude's name? that I Rivaldo Jimenez. Oh, Rivaldo. I was thinking of He was Cook. the only pitcher who's ever been able to successfully pitch and have a great season in Colorado. Right. I was so thinking of uh, Cook, the guy Cook. The guy I was thinking, thinking about him. No, Aaron hmm. – um, Ah, there's another guy. I can't. I can't. I got Jeff Francis. I've got Mike Hampton. Mike Hampton. Mike Hampton was pretty good. Mike Hampton was pretty good. But you're right. You both. He was never the same after he left. Just ask the Baltimore Orioles. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I mean, it's just that's always been their problem. They can hit the. They could score how many runs a game. It. It just doesn't. Never seems to really matter with them. And I. I don't know. I mean, yeah, sure. I can. I don't know to resign. All right, but I mean, if the Yankees offer him a deal, I think that's a much more sexy appeal. Brody also. Brody also mentioned about Harper and the outfielders. They're going to make a commitment to developing Jeff McNeil as an outfielder. Yeah, I just read that. I was ah! Well, maybe that's our pos- that's our issue solved right there. We put him in right. Nimmo and Broxton platoon. Lagares is out. I don't know. Just trade him for a bullpen piece or something. Or stick, make him just stick around. And because I love Jeff McNeil, if we can get his bat in the lineup. If he can play that's a solid thing. right field, I don't know what his, if his arm's gonna be good enough to play right field and throw someone out from. You know, 250 yards away. Bring yeah. back but Jeff Francoeur or Ryan Church. <laughs> oh, Ryan Church. No, Jeff Francoeur actually had one of the best arms in baseball I've ever seen. Yeah, Cannon. He did. Absolute hose. But, I mean, Jeff McNeil, we'll see it. I, th- I, don't, I don't mind giving him an opportunity in the outfield. Just, That's great. I just, I just feel like you're putting more players out of position. I mean, you put Oh, yeah, but there's no room for him really now in the infield. And we've all said we want him to play. And the flexibility. I I understand the concept of Mm -hmm. being flexible. He's a young guy. He's a baseball player first, right? That's Mm -hmm. what I always said when I played. I'm a baseball player first. Put me wherever you want. I understand this is the major league, but, you know, play outfield. You're a baseball player. You play where you 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 can get playing time. Right. Right. I guess I guess the thir- I guess the I the one thing I will agree with Brody. Now Brody has been a good liar. Brody has been he's a GM been a where Brody has been a GM where he's like, Yeah, oh well, well, yeah, we're doing that and then he does something else. Uh-huh. I mean, how many times we've seen the Mets how many times? Justin Wilson for now. After they signed Jed Lowry, I heard, ah, oh, they're done. The Mets are out, mm-hmm. they're done. They just signed Justin Wilson. Mm-hmm. Oh, they before they signed Jed Lowry, oh they're done, they're done, they're not doing anything. They 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 signed Jed Lowry. Oh, they can't get Wilson Ramos, they're not gonna get him, you know, oh, they signed Wilson Ramos. They're done. Oh, they're done, they signed Ramos. I mean, the Bro- Brody Van Wagen has been one heck of a liar. It's like a, it's like a move a week almost with these uh, guys. Right <laughs> a move every week or yeah, two. It's pretty cool. And then I don't know. Right? It's kind of cool. It is, it's and all of them are cool. like good, and it's like it's like nice to see. It says, of course, we all want to have big fish, but like we said before, who, these moves are good. Who? But here's the thing. What? We're building a team. Thank you. We're bu- the Mets are building a baseball team. And what big fish has really signed? What big fish? AJ AJ Pollock. There's still good starters out there. AJ Pollock is yeah. a big fish. He's been hurt what do you guys a lot think of his that career. Move? That's a lot of money. Five years. So I guess Harper's not going to the Dodgers. No, no. I, I still think he is. You I still think, think he so. is? I still. Here's my thing. I think, in my mind of you know, the mind cra- of Mike, the mind of craziness. <laughs> I think Bellinger should be there every day for his baseman. I don't know what they're gonna do behind the plate mm-hmm. if they're gonna go real Muto. But theoretically, your outfield could be Pollock in center, Peterson in left, and if you sign Harper, Harper's in right. And it also gives you the flexibility if you want to play Chris Taylor in left, you could move Peterson as a part of a real Muto deal. 
Unless yeah. they're going to move yeah. Alex Verdugo, which we talked about yesterday on Third and Long. But I mean, I, we, all, we all know that money is no issue with the Los Angeles Dodgers. Oh, yeah. So. And, and they have two great guys who can recruit Hartford to L.A. Magic, Magic Johnson Magic. and LeBron James. Is LeBron in the in the recruiting process? Uh, for for a Bryce Harper, why not? Yeah, mm-hmm. for real. Why? I mean, the last three oh. years. <laughs> Breaking news. Yeah, Ollie Perez oh, going to the Indians. Hey, Ollie. Okay, Ollie. We can mock him. He's actually turned himself into a pretty decent relief pitcher. Yeah, thanks for that. Thanks, bro. I mean, hey, <laughs> I give him a lot ball. of credit. I give him a lot of credit. I, I can't wait for him to struggle on the Indians full time. <laughs> but AJ Pollock. You know, I have no issue be- with the Mets not giving him that money. I mean, a hundred. Here, here you go. So since two thousand and since two thousand and thirteen, he has played one hundred and thirty-seven games, seventy-five games, one hundred fifty-seven, twelve, hundred and twelve, and then one hundred and thirteen last year. You know, he's he's played. He has played over a hundred games in a couple of years, but again, he's been, yeah for an outfielder, he's been hurt. And I think what was it, five years, fifty mil, whatever it is, four years, four fifty years, mil, fifty-five mil. It's a lot. He could opt out after year three, Again. and there's an opt-in after year four. I mean, it's I, a good deal. I, it's I mean, it's a good deal for him. For him, for him. Of course. Saying, yeah. <laughs> it's the kind. It's kind of what he wanted. He 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 was looking for something. I mean, he wanted. I think he wanted something around 100 million. He was not getting that. I think I think the Mets were waiting for Pollock's price to drop. The Dodgers gave him the money. They needed outfield help. They saw him out there. They made they made a move. See you later. Have fun in L.A. Yeah. You know. Take a selfie by the Hollywood sign. Have fun. I've done that. <laughs> I've, I've never, I have never been to Los Angeles. It's disgusting. Neither have I. Really? Gross. Los Angeles is disgusting? So dirty. Really? Hollywood's wow. disgusting. Dang. <laughs> no, like like sorry to be blunt. They, they, make, they make people like Nick Cage relevant. <laughs> hey, it's hey. just like a really dirty city in my opinion. I don't know. It's cool, I guess. I mean, it's – but. I mean, I wouldn't want to keep ripping on LA. I love to go to Dodger Stadium. I love to Dodger Stadium is very cool, but it's very old and very dirty. Really? You pee in a trough. <laughs> There's no urinals. <laughs> it's just a huge trough. It's like, what is this? This freaking 1816 Wild West. But <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we're going to take a break here on Chalk Talk. We've been on a bit. we got to get get here a break. Uh, when we come back, I guess we'll head into the, our football. Go to that uh, AFC, Around the AFC North. North. Dump. And then uh, yeah, we got a little basketball more coming up a- later. Maybe oh. if baseball happens, we'll get into that. But right now, we'll head to break. It's Chalk Talk. Sports on the go one. Sports on the go one radio. Long Island's own sports radio network. You're listening to Chalk Talk on the Sports on the Go One radio network. Welcome back to Chalk Talk, everyone here on Sports on the Go One radio network. Big Mike Rifkin along with Jimmy Baccioni, Evan Mazza producing. Hi. Nice. (laughs) Number is 631-676-2968. If you want to give us any input on the news we are discussing or... You just want to say hi to us. <laughs> it's Friday, man. We're, we'll take, we're, it's Friday. We like to talk. We chat. Say hi. <laughs> yeah. You got to say hi. What do you think is going to win Best Picture? We'll talk about it. Yo. <laughs> yo. Okay. Best Picture. <laughs> now we're best talking picture. about it. <laughs> I like Black Panther a lot. I think it might win. Did it really? I like Black Panther. Did it really deserve to no. be? No. <laughs> Hell no. The first su- First of all, any movie, any superhero movie sure. that should have been the first one to be nominated for Best Picture was The Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. All right? I'm going to mm-hmm. come off mm-hmm. as a whiny fanboy. The, th- the, the thing to me about Best Picture is, though, it should be an original picture written by an original person, not something that was written already. Mo- uh, Black Panther is so a comic. Right. I, I, like, I think the Best Picture should be an original motion picture. Like, like what's, uh, what's the movie um, with um, Lady Gaga? Star oh, Wars. Star Wars. Star Wars. That's a remake, too. Like, it's already been done. It's been done. It's not 
Dude, there's gotta be some sort of craft to making something original and putting I mean, it together to become best picture. Vice. Oh, that's how I feel. Vice is labeled best picture, and that's based on, of course, the life of. Uh, no, I'm, I don't mind it being based on something, but as oh. long as no one had done it before, I, I want an original right. script. What, origi- what are the nominees here? Well, the nominees are, as I say, like I'm a funny asshole. The nominees are Black Panther. Bohemian Rhapsody, which I saw, I loved. <laughs> See, that's a, that can be movie of the year to me because it's not, it's no, wasn't, no one wrote that movie before. Sure. It was right. just based on a true events, which is fine. That's you know they wrote a movie based yeah. on on based someone's on life, Queen, like yeah. on Queen. So Ro- Roma, Black Black Klansman. Uh, the favorite Green Book, A Star Is Born, Vice, Black Panther, Bohemian Rhapsody. I need to see Vice. Vice is yeah, so me good. Too. It's I just saw bu- Black Klansman. I thought that yeah. was really that, See, that's an original yeah. picture. Yeah. That's yeah. But it's just Black Panther was already like written down yeah. in comics. Like it was already there. I, I don't mean, know. I, I also bothers me. I also, I mean, <laughs> as, a big I, movie, I, as a big movie fan, I, I, I'm a I'll huge honest, movie guy. So I, I'm a movie guy too. Yeah. I don't watch the Oscars. I don't watch the awards. I, I mean, show. yeah, I like. I'll see who. I'll take a look at who what, wins. Yeah, what yeah, what yeah. movie would you have put in for Best Picture? What movie do you take out and put in for Best Picture? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I'd have to go through the list of movies throughout the year. But I saw a bunch of movies in '18. I, I don't know. I saw. I saw a lot. I'd have to really take a look. I can't do that off the top of my head right now. But I just don't like Black Panther being in there. Cause yeah. I have no issues with Black Panther. I mean, it's, I like the movie fine. too. I like the movie. I saw yeah. it. It was a good movie. It's just. But I get your point. Yeah. yeah. It's. I mean, Avengers: Infinity War was better than Black Panther. Infinity War was better. If we're gonna if we're gonna put in a superhero movie that should be in for Best Picture, I mean, for for, for this past year, it's Avengers. I mean, Infinity I, think, War. I think if there was to be like you said, Dark Knight was an incredible movie. Oh. If you want, if you really want to put a, a movie, a superhero movie, in, the Dark Knight was the one to oh, put in. Oh, that, that was it. Yeah. That was it. I mean, yeah. I don't mind. I don't mind w- someone winning Best Actor in a superhero movie. That's Heath Ledger, of course, possibly yeah, won that's it fine. after his passing. He won best. I mean, he was incredible. Him. How could you not give that to him after that? Oh, that <laughs> what a oh loss! Ugh. Actually, a few year, a few days ago was the 11th anniversary of his death. Ugh, what a shame! Oh. Great actor, the I Patriot, Gabriel. That's right, the Patriot. He's the best. The best. O- Oleg von Lichtenstein, <laughs> yeah. and uh, uh, Knight's Tale. Yeah. Love that film. Yeah. Love that film. So join in on the Oscar talk. We liked it. <laughs> who do you think should win Best Picture? Who would you take out? Who would you put in? I would t- well. I hate to say it. I think I'd take out Black Panther. What movie would I put in? I don't know. Yeah, it's tough. Right, I gotta go like see him. Like it's hard to just. I really want to see Vice. I'm glad Bohemian Rhapsody's in because I saw Bohemian Rhapsody and I had a blast. Yeah. I mean, it's is it essentially a two-hour Queen concert? Yeah, kind of. But <laughs> it's a blast. I mean, a lot of people would like that. That's. <laughs> I mean, it's it's amazing that movie. I I love Bohemian Rhapsody. I love Bohemian Rhapsody. I'm seeing a Star Wars parody on on LB Network right now. Pretty good too. That's something. We, that's yeah, something I'm very good. looking forward to see. I'm I'm very looking forward to seeing when Disney reveals the title of the next Star Wars movie. That's supposedly coming out in December, mm. something like that. I'm very interested to see that. Mm. I'm a big Star Wars fan. I know the Last Jedi got some got backlash, and I understand. Solo was really good. I, I love Solo. Yeah. I Solo loved it. I like. I enjoyed the Last Jedi. I understand the flaws people had with it. I enjoyed the Last Jedi. I love Solo. I, I could just. I thought that was that was fun. I just watched. I could watch the older stuff, and I'm, I'm content. <laughs> That's fine. I understand. You watched? Did you ever watch the prequels? Yeah, I've seen them. The the, the episode Reven- one's the best in my opinion. Phantom don't Menace. At, don't at me. <laughs> <laughs> Jar Jar Binks, man. Pod racing can't be pod racing. Now this Sebulba? is pod, now this. Yo, Sebulba. Come on. Episode one is so underrated. It's it's a, yeah. It's not as bad. I as hate as sand. It's coarse and it gets everywhere. <laughs> well, that's Attack of the Clones. Oh, that, my movie, that movie is awful. Attack of the Clones. Attack of the Clones is the one prequel. It's the one Star Wars movie where I look at and say, Yeah, that movie's legitimately bad. Oh, you think The Last Jedi is garbage? Watch Attack of the Clones. You'll be bored out of your mind. That movie is legit bad. Oh, Phantom Menace. 
is okay. No, I love Saving it's my favorite because it gets all of you big Star Wars fans yeah. triggered. I like Star Wars. I'm not a huge Star oh, Wars, right. but yeah. Phantom Menace came out at a long time. It's a good movie. It's I, okay. I like pod racing like. is just what does it for me. I, did, I used to have this N64 video game pod yes. racing in it. <laughs> it's yeah, like yeah, the yeah, funnest yeah, yeah. game ever. Oh, it's going at like 700 miles an hour, like when you sure. crash, you just explode. It I was love that game. <laughs> that was great. fun game. Yeah. Nothing can ever go wrong with Star Wars video games. Oh, you know Rogue, like, Rogue Squadron? Yes, Rogue Leader. You ever play Star Wars Bounty Hunter? Yeah. No. Yeah. Oh, that was a great game. <laughs> that was a great game. <laughs> but um, Phantom Menace got, got, probably gets more flack than deserved. Phantom Menace is okay. It just came out a long time. First Star Wars movie since Return of the Jedi. Everyone was so looking forward to it. Movie comes out, everyone was like, oh, 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 oh. I think that Attack of the Clones is the one. Revenge of the Sith is, is good. I like Revenge of the Sith. Attack of the Clones is the one movie where I'm like, no, nah, I can't watch. It's just so <laughs> darn boring. Did you, guys, did you guys see, um, oh, I just had it, uh, The Meg? No. no. I never <laughs> I saw that. I wanted to so bad. I didn't see it. I never saw it. It got like, people liked it, so I'm curious why that's not up for anything. I mean, I, that's I, like a, that, I mean, like, I know it's probably like a, kind of like a goof movie, but it yeah. got, it got like a lot of, made a lot of money. Mm. I'm sure it did. My big, uh, and I'll see some good movies. The things I love, I love the dumb, stupid comedies. Those are the things I love to go see. <laughs> the, 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 listen, I wanted to see Black Clansman because I thought it would be it was interesting. And Spike Lee, Jordan Peele. Yeah, Spike Lee, really good. Two good film. movie, two good filmmakers. So. Yeah, so wanted to see that. I seen saw Bohemian Rhapsody, really good. Black. Saw Black Panther. I'm I'm into the superhero stuff too, but the big thing for me, if I'm going to the movies, that. Probably a dumb, stupid movie. That did you see? Did you see the movie with Melissa McCarthy and the and who was she had? Mu- she was p- dealing with Muppet. Was it the Happy Time? No, I did not. I ref- oh yeah, I, didn't I see never that. saw. Right. I never saw it, but I heard it got. Uh, but it got absolutely yeah. better. A movie I was surprised I got really bad reviews was Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. I'm surprised that movie was is I never I haven't seen it but I'm surprised that movie got as yeah. bad review. The one bad with Will Ferrell. Yeah, Will, Will Ferrell. Ferrell and John C. Riley. Hmm. Yeah. So yeah. it's so funny that John C. Riley in one month was in that movie. The bef- that movie gets released the month before. So Wreck It Ralph gets released. And that mm-hmm. movie gets high praise. Then there's the then there's Sherlock Holmes. Then like the month or so after, there's Stan and Ollie, which I need hmm. I need to see. I need to see. I love Lauren Hardy. I need to see that movie. It's like it's like that like four mo- or three month span where Leonardo DiCaprio came up with Shutter Island. Like a month later, Inception, and it was yeah. like two insane awesome movies. Like it was like where did this go? Like how do you have the time, man? But we should get into our football. All right, so we're gonna we go. We got a plan here, but that was a good Oscar talk. What the, it, this is this is chalk it's talk. Friday. Everything goes <laughs> off the rails yeah. in this show. Friday. Friday. This is, it's Friday. It's Friday. 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 Cook. I was actually just looking at movies in 2018 that I would replace, and I don't know. It's really tough. Some of it's tough. But we're gonna go. We're to go around the AFC North. A lot of news in the AFC North. The Ravens. Uh, there are all the news in the AFC North. So we're gonna start. I'm gonna hit the music here. Yeah, it's pretty insane now, but we got the Super Bowl coming up, uh, and all this news coming out of the AFC North for, it seems like every team in there has some sort of storyline behind their team that, yeah. we'll we're, start off with your Ravens. Well, well so not only the so are the Ravens, but they're kind of like the lesser of the news, Yeah, you know, of the big news. They officially made the agreement for John Harbaugh. They uh, had him, had his press conference this morning, made it official, four-year deal, got his extension done. I like John Harbaugh a lot. I've had my issues with him. My issue with John is I think he's not as good of a coach as people say. I see people say he's a top five coach. He's I, top three. I would say he's top five. I disagree. Okay. I don't think he's top five. I like this. You too. Yeah. I think Take he's 
a great motivator, a great leader of men. All right, would you say he's top ten? Yes, uh, I'll say top ten, okay. but I ain't saying top three. People no, put I him in top, top three. three. I say top five. That, I, I, mean, I think he's the second best coach in the AFC. Wow. I think he's the second than Andy best. Reed? Second best. He's better. better than, he's got a ring. Andy Reid doesn't have a ring. True. Wow. True. I, I, my girl Beyonce says if you like it, you should put a ring on it. <laughs> if you like it, you should put a ring on it. <laughs> I mean, he can't really love, argue with that, but I mean, he's been doing it for 11 years, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah and, you know, it's it, – I mean, hey, John Harbaugh – you know, I say it for Flacco a lot, but just like John Harbaugh, Harbaugh should have been in the playoffs nine of 11 years. He was the coach. Defense choked in 2016, 2017, the final minutes. I like Harbaugh a lot, but I, I, I'm fine with him staying. I, 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 but I'm fine with him staying as the head coach. Do you think he's the guy who can make this team work with Lamar Jackson? No. I've said that a I lot. I don't think so either. I've said that so many I, times. I don't think Lamar Jackson can make the team work. I, don't, I think with their defense, using Lamar Jackson as your quarterback is wasting this incredible defense. That's the thing. Like, I don't know if this defense will be back together because you have Tony Jefferson and Eric Weddle. Those two, one or both, might not be back. I would How old say is Weddle at this point, 32, 33, something like that. And he said he's basically said if they don't resign him, he's retired. Yeah, that's, that's why I feel like he wouldn't go. I feel like he kind of liked Actually, it there, and he, he would just play out another two years, maybe a year, and just I don't know, try and one more shot at it or two more shots at it with that defense. But he kind of changed his tune with that. He said he kind of he catch it, which was weird. He's like, well, no, I, I might play for another team. Hmm. So he kind of like backtracked off of that I'll, stuff. I'll take him. I mean, I'm sure every team would take him. He's, oh, yeah. he's kind of slowed down a bit. I don't know. I, I, I like what a lot. I, I mean, the CJ Mosley, it seems like they are going to get a deal done. Just a matter of when, not if. Suggs is a free agent. He ain't playing anywhere else. I'm, yeah, where's he going to we'll go? I guess we'll see. Zadarius Smith How is a free agent. How old is he, by the way? 36, 35. <laughs> Ball so hard university, man. Ball so hard university. Got that right. <laughs> yeah, but, um, you know, I, 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 I don't mind Harbaugh still being the head coach, but I agree with you. I don't think he's the guy to make what Lamar Jackson needs to be. Mm -hmm. And I did not like keeping bringing in great. I know people say, whoa, look at Colin Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick could throw the football. Mm -hmm. Okay. Greg, Ro I didn't like bringing in Greg Roma as the, as the new OC, but Harbaugh's the guy going forward. I mean, hey. They did this with Brian Billick. After 2006, they gave Billick an extension. They went 5-11 the year later. He was fired. Harbaugh came in. So this could be the same thing with Harbaugh, you know, even though he's kind of signed to Lamar Jackson contract. You know, Lamar's got four years. Harbaugh gets four years. So we'll see. I, I, like, I, I like bringing back Harbaugh, but I do have my reservations, and I just don't think he's a top five, top three coach like everyone says he is. I mean, this is a quote from him, from Harbaugh, from uh, yesterday. So it's, it's a new era of football, Harbaugh said. We'll be a different team than we were last year. Uh, we'll be a different team than we've ever been here before because a lot of the changes. What does, that, what does that entail? That that's, honestly, that's just Harbaugh talk. Yeah. That's, that's, that's how Harbaugh always sounds. Hey, we're going we're to be a different team. We're going to be this. We're going to be that. Well, that's just Harbaugh talk. I've heard Harbaugh say that for, for years and years and years. That's just how he is. Like I say, he's a leader of men, sword, you know, Go, go, he's a guy you want to lead your team into battle. He's just not an X's and O's guy. They play hard for. Oh, every year, every they game. Play they always so they, hard ev for. They have that team win or lose in all these games they for eleven give years. They always give it their all. Ev uh, give it their all the time. Uh, he, sa he says also, if you think there's a defense that's going to stop Lamar running and us executing really well, that's not going to be the case. They can't put thirteen guys out there. The Chargers deserve a lot of credit. <laughs> Okay, so John. Much, that's, I mean, that's a pretty okay, uh, arrogant statement right there to say All that right. no defense can stop you All with Lamar right. Jackson. All right, John. All right, John. Are you kidding me? The Chargers <laughs> stopped you twice. 
The Browns stopped you in the second half, brought stop Lamar in the second half of that game, week 17. By the way, you were five yards away because of that from missing the playoffs. You can thank C.J. Mosley, by the way, for that. Uh, you were awful. Your offense was awful in the first half against the Raiders. You were awful against the Falcons. You had trouble running the football against Kansas City uh, right around the end of the game, at the, right, right, right at the end of the game, not as the first three quarters, but at the end. You know, you couldn't run the football against the Chargers in the, in the both meetings, so we can stop that. Yeah, yeah. A little, that's uh, just, I don't that's like that. That's just how about pumping up his young quarterback. Fine, whatever you want, do whatever you want to do, whatever. I mean, really. They, they, they like Lamar a lot. They're just pumping him out. I mean, really. The, the, that's that's Hallbox speaking some serious nonsense right there. That's so. exactly what I think that is. Love you, Johnny. <laughs> I love you, John. I do. You drive me crazy. Putting but the target the, on your back for no reason. Yeah, you're, and you're on your young rookie quarterback for no yeah. reason. Who did not ask for that? Your young rookie quarterback, who by the way has been bo was bottled up in during the regular season and in, and of course in the playoffs. And when he has when as a pocket passer again, what he needs to be. You haven't. You couldn't really get that out of him. Mm -hmm. So, whatever. So whatever. Uh, so final thought. You don't like it. Or you don't mind it? I like Harbaugh's extension. I just don't know if he's the guy to lead Lamar into what he needs to be. skeptical of it. What he needs to be. And I did not like bringing in Greg Roman as the offensive coordinator. Hmm. We'll go to Cincinnati. The Bengals are reportedly comfortable with Andy Dalton as their starting quarterback going forward. They're apparently bringing in Zach Taylor as their new head coach, which I like that move a lot. So what do you think, Big Mike? I think it's time to blow up the Cincinnati Bengals. I know Marvin Lewis was there for 16 years, and it's not the Bengal way. But it, it, are you going to win with Andy Dalton? I don't think so. I don't think so either. So I mean, I, I think we've seen them have the teams that are capable of winning, right. and Andy Dalton hasn't gotten it done. And, and let's be realistic here. When the you know schedule comes out and the predictions come out, the Bengals are going to be ranked as the fourth best team in the AFC North. No yeah. doubt. No doubt. Because every other team in the AFC North, including the Cleveland Browns, are better the than The Browns are ten times better than yeah. the Bengals are. So, why not new coach? Rebuild. I, I think it's time in Cincinnati rebuild. Guess what? You can get so many. You can get picked for Dalton, A.J. Green. Mm -hmm. You're not bringing back Tyler Eifert. If you want, you can re-sign Vontez Burfecht to a lifetime contract because no one else is going to want that <laughs> bum on their team. <laughs> cheap shot artist. Oh. Let's say a bum. He's a cheap shot artist. Oh, that cheap too. Him, Pac-Man Jones. Pick who you want. You know, it, to me, I would blow up the Bengals. I think it's time for a rebuild in Cincinnati. Yeah, I mean, they make the coaching change finally after 16 years, and then it doesn't seem like they're really doing anything else to, to try to – I mean, why make the coaching change then if you're going to just stick with the same offense and the same uh, clientele and personnel on the field, right? Why? Let, let me ask you this, because you're, you're a Giants fan. Mm -hmm. Washington missed the playoffs because Alex Smith got hurt. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't Andy Dalton look pretty good in a Redskin uniform? Yeah, I think so. I think so, yeah. I think so. I think it's a great idea. Yeah. I think it's a great idea. I like the Red Rifle. I like the red raffle. I don't dislike well, him. Matty Caps likes the red raffle. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. Oh, God. He, he'll call you, and he will yell at you <laughs> for that. <laughs> I, know, I, know he I know he loves the red rifle very much. I know he loves Andy Dalton very much. Uh, I like – seriously, I like Andy Dalton a lot. Mm -hmm. I do. I, I, I'm not going to take well, away the fact that his first five years they made the playoffs. I know the last three have not worked out so well. I can't put – I know they, he's 0-4 in the postseason – I mean, he's he hasn't been given any favors. 
He's been ha he's I like Marvin Lewis, but he's had Marvin Lewis. I mean, they got weapons all over the field. But that's the I know thing, though. They didn't they didn't have Boyd years ago, which I know, and Andy Dalton was hurt last year, of course. But they but had a good connection when he was playing. But that's the thing, like Andy Dalton had Marvin Jones gone, had Mo Muhammad Sanu gone. The offensive linemen like Zittler and Andre Whitworth gone. Mm. You're losing pieces, you know, and tr they've been trying to bring. They've been trying. They haven't really fixed the offensive line. I haven't really seen this offense commit to Joe Mixon, which I really think mm -hmm. they need to. Yeah, they and seem to do it like on a every other game basis. They're like, yeah. all right, today's going to be Joe's game, and then it's like all of a sudden they forget about him, and then it's Joe's. They take him the ball 30 times. At least that was a trend this year. I felt. I don't know what's up with that, but he's definitely a good. Ro he can be a a, a workhorse good running back. Running back yeah. I think uh, in the yeah. league. Yeah, I. But I, I it yeah. Just, yeah, it's just it's it's interesting to me just to stick with the guy who's never won when you just fired a guy who's never won and. But, I mean, I guess yeah. they're giving him one year, maybe? Is this like a one-year thing? One-year final? See what you know. can do with a new coaching staff with the same roster? Do we expect him to win more than six games? No. no. I don't think so. I, and I, I understand what you say, Mike. You look at the Bengals. They're the fourth-best team in this division. Yeah. I mean. Uh, and to me, you can make so many different moves. I said the Redskins for Andy Dalton. You could put Jacksonville. Think, a, think about where you could trade, what you can get for A.J. Green. You can get a right. first-round pick yeah. this year for A.J. Green if you want. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it'll be interesting. I, I'm fine. And I, every team's gonna be in on AJ Green. Mm -hmm. He was very productive until he was hurt last year. He's been yeah. nothing but for nothing but produced since he's gotten to the mm -hmm. league. Yeah. So I don't know. If you were, I think it's an interesting route to go. I would agree to blow up the whole thing too. But uh. you know, it's just Cincinnati, and they're not exactly the uh, smartest run organization, they're as not. we could tell, no. <laughs> as we know. No, this is a dysfunctional, as we know, an organization. And dude, someone get Pete Rose on one. Have him bet against the Bengals every <coughs> game this year. <laughs> But we're going to stay in the state of Ohio, the Cleveland Browns. And this story came out the other day, yesterday or two days ago, I think it was, about the Cleveland Browns and the dysfunction of the organization over the last two years. Stuff like uh, when Jimmy, when they fired Hugh Jackson, he told Jimmy Haslam the owner to get the bleep out of my office. Uh, per Seth, this is all from ESPN, Seth Wickersham. Jimmy Haslam called Sashi Brown uh, Obama. Um, <laughs> wow, that's has, an interesting uh, one. Okay, you know has uh, you know has him apparently has him laughed at the nickname, but it offended many in the building as racial stereotyping, uh, sentiment that became even more amplified in 2018. This is all from Wickersham's article after a secret recordings of Mark Hazelwood, a person close to Haslam and a former president of at Pilot Flying J, was made public. Uh, Wickersham reports that Sashi Brown declined to comment on the matter to Wickersham. Didn't think Haslam was being disrespectful with the Obama nickname, even if it caused others to cringe. So, I mean, again, Jimmy Haslam, you know, fires him, and and he call and Hugh Jackson says, "Get the f out of my office." The thing to me is, that's not your office anymore, bud. I know. <laughs> You're fired. Get the you can say John Jack Torres be like, "Get out of my building." <laughs> Here's the thing I don't get on Hugh Jackson. You should have been fired after last season when you didn't win a game <laughs> and you were 1-31. They were nice enough to bring in John Dorsey to be the general manager and not give him the right to pick the head coach right away. Yeah. They stuck with you. And then they felt, I think they were, what? Let the team quit on him. Right. I think they were, what, 2-5 or Actually, something? Actually, it wasn't Jimmy Haslam. It was John, it was John Dorsey. John Dorsey. He, it was John Dorsey told him, get the bleep out of my office. Yeah. So, I don't care, dude. Win a game. You were one in thirty-one at one point as the coach of the Cleveland Browns. You don't have the right to tell anybody to get out of any <laughs> office 
How about you go find a job somewhere where you can actually be good at it? Oh, and also, <laughs> apparently they accidentally projected porn on the wall. Where? Uh, here's the story. The outside <laughs> anger was felt inside the building. There's also uh, marketing executives wanted employees to see how fans were engaging with the Browns on social media. So they projected the Browns feed onto a giant wall at the facility. Uh, again, this is all from the story of Seth Wickersham's writing. It was like, he writes, it was like broadcasting talk radio over the entire building. And one day in particular, it was worse than that. One of the marketing staffers entered a search for hashtag DP for dog pound. The problem was that hashtag carried a few different meetings, one of which triggered an area of porn to be broadcast onto a wall for the entire office to see for more than 20 minutes until a tech employee killed the feed. 20 minutes! 20 minutes! 20 minutes! <laughs> what wonder what they were doing for that 20 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> 20 minutes! Oh, my. Here's the other thing I want to say on Hugh Jackson. Don't come out afterwards when you're fired and say, oh, well, I wanted Carson Wentz or Pat Mahomes or this guy yeah. or that guy. Don't say that. Because if, if that were true, they would have drafted those had them. guys. <laughs> they would have had those guys. They would have gotten, gotten rid of the picks. Yep. So don't come out and say, oh, I was overruled. You're the head coach of the football team. No one's overruling who you want as your quarterback. Come also, on. Also, Haslam ignored the pleas of Sashi Brown and Paul DePodesta not to hire Hugh Jackson after the 2015 season. Yeah, His they want board. Sean McDermott. Right. Sean McDermott, who's coaching in Buffalo. Right. I don't know. And, and apparently, Hugh was a favorite for the Bills job when Rex got hired. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, he also said Deep Podesta emailed Haslam and argued that Jackson didn't fit the profile of the successful coaches they had discussed. Brown met with Haslam and told them hiring Jackson would be a bad call, to which the owner responded, I hear you. But he flew Cincinnati anyway and hired Jackson. <laughs> There's just no – this is the reason the Browns may have all this talent, and I like John Dorsey a lot, but it's, it's – I, I will always say it's, it's upper management. Yeah, it's it's, this it's, it's Jimmy Haslam. Cleveland Browns. Uh, Jimmy Stinkin' Haslam. We finally thought they were over this, and they were looking to be this such a nice destination for a coach. And we were all talking about how good this franchise is, and they finally turned the corner, mm -hmm. and then this crap comes back out. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's not about the 2018. I mean, it's, some of it's about 2018, but it's also about 2016, 2017, 0-1-15, Owens, Owens 16 But, it's you just, know. It's just your owner and your guys that he decides to hire not getting along, and you can't have that. Oh, gee. Oh, my gosh. Wickersham. Because he hired him, you know? Yeah. Wickersham reported that when Dorsey first got the Browns GM job in December, he told December of 2017, he told an associate that he didn't need bleeping nerds to help him evaluate players and that he's since warmed up to analytics. He also privately told an associate core to the piece that I flexed my muscles and got what I wanted. It turns out the Freddie Kitchens hire and the coach reporting to him. Those that know Dorsey will doubt, well doubt he used those phrases, especially considering that the new regime is all about collaboration. <laughs> the Browns could have gotten a second. Also, they could have gotten a second round pick for Brian Hoyer. That's right. That was they could apparently could have gotten a second round pick for Brian Hoyer. Cleveland, man. Cleveland. That's why Drew Carey left. <laughs> Brian Hoyer was apparently furious when they drafted Johnny Manziel, uh, and then GM Ray Farmer called him after the pick to smooth the waters. Shortly thereafter, the Texans called and offered a high second rounder for Hoyer, but Farmer nixed the deal because he had already lost control of the first draft, Talk, taking Justin Gilbert at number eight for Mike from for Mike Penn and Manziel at twenty two for Jimmy Haslam. No words. There's just, there's just <laughs> no. I mean, there was no. Once, I mean, we, we kind of already knew this, yeah. but there was just no connection. There's no. no yeah. yeah. They weren't on the same page. And they, how are you gonna run a football team in a war room that's not on the and same? They weren't even page. in the same book. <laughs> yeah, they weren't even in the same book. 
Nice. Johnny Manziel. Oh, God. Oh. Now let's go to the it up in Canada. Oh, great. Let oh, yeah. Let's go to the last team of this division. Uh, this freaking train the wreck that's going on right now in team, Pittsburgh. The most disappointing team, and not just this division, but the entire National Football League. Yep. God, you this, this freaking franchise. I'm not even a Steeler fan. I'm a Ravens fan. I, I should be enjoying all of this, but with all the talent they have, it's kind of painful. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, but yeah, sometimes it's very, very pleasing. <laughs> but uh, Mike Tomlin said apparently today uh, that he gave Antonio Brown, pretty much gave Antonio Brown star treatment. Supported the Pro Bowler. Uh, well, he didn't say it. He, it was reported that he gave him uh, he gave him star treatment, despite all because he knew he he tolerated all the antics mm -hmm. because he was Antonio Brown is such a great amazing player and he is he's, a he's Antonio Brown he's Antonio stinking Brown he's maybe maybe the best wide receiver in all of football Tomlin telling told his team but th this is something you really shouldn't tell your team why he tolerates Brown Brown challenging Brown he challenges coach over a fine the lovely relationship between Big Brand AB you know I understand you're defending but I wouldn't tell your players that you tolerate him yeah. because he's so darn talented because that's it's like, that wait, so I, yeah, what do you, like, what do you say about me? I suck coach, or I can't yeah. do whatever I want because I'm not Antonio Brown. You know, I'm, just, I'm in the same league as he am. I'm on the same, we're on the same team. Right. I don't understand. I, I totally agree with you. But it's just Antonio Brown to me. It's just, the more I, the more the day, like, the days and weeks go on, the more I wouldn't touch this guy with a freaking 49 and a half foot pole. Why would I want any of this guy to win near my locker room? I know all the Jet fans want him. Things he, he would be a great addition. Yeah, of course he'd be a great addition to any team, but is he really worth this headache? I mean, this is, and this is, Ten times worse than anything Odell Beckham's ever done. Yeah. Oh, that's it. That's it. Yeah. Antonio Brown literally went on Twitter and posted a picture of himself in a 49ers uniform. Hugging Jerry Rice. Like, what? You don't play for the 49ers. Why is this his obsession with the 49ers now? And this is a guy who just got under contract, just got paid yeah. so much money. They've been taking care of him, giving him special treatment. He's a clown. Antonio Brown is a clown. He is. Antonio Brown is a clown. I completely agree with you. And just for that... If I were Pittsburgh, I wouldn't send him to San Francisco. I'd no, say, oh, yeah. That's well, how would I give him what he wants? Yeah. Unless they give me, and if I'm San Francisco, say, okay, you want this guy? Give me like three first-round picks. Give I would demand number, the world. Yeah. Give me that number two pick. Yep. Give me this. Give me that. I would demand the world. What's up, Bev? We got your favorite man on the line. Ah, uh, what's up? Jeff? Oh, no, sorry. Wrong Jeffy. What do you say, Fun Master? <laughs> What's up, Jeff? How are you? <laughs> hey, listen, man. How much of like this maybe patching up the Antonio Brown thing is because they didn't quite get like you have to think they put feelers out for a trade, right? And they probably didn't get like what they expected the offers to be. And how much of it is maybe just patching up the relationship to maybe boost his trade value? I think I think it's a combination of both a little bit. I don't know how much of a feeler they put out for Brown yet. I think they'll wait till after the Super Bowl, see if maybe your Patriots or even the Rams may get in some interest in there. Um, but I'll tell you this. If I'm Pittsburgh, I'm not sending him where he wants to go. I'm not sending him to San Francisco unless, like you said, Jimmy, I'm getting a lot for him. So you yeah. want this guy? I think – I, and I do disagree with Baccioni. This is not worth things Odell Beckham is ju Jr. has done. 
do you remember the pizza video and what else was in that video with the pizza? All right, but this isn't the guy. I understand. I mean, yeah, it was the, it was the crack, but also yeah, he got like less heat for that than he did for than he has for anything else that he's done. The, the boat thing in Miami, yeah, he's got less. Yeah, but he, Odell Beckham's not saying not going on Twitter, yeah. putting himself in a Photoshop uniform for a different team when he's already under contract. Like, he's how not, do you defend that? He's not throwing footballs at Eli Manning. <laughs> no. I'm, I'm not going to defend the photoshopping yourself in a different uniform because, like, if I'm your teammate, that's disrespectful. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't like that. But it's certainly not worse than what Odell Beckham Jr. has done. I don't know. I mean, that's a personal thing off the field where a picture got out where it should have gotten out. This is a guy blatantly disrupting a locker room and a team and his job. I mean, this is he's hurting. He's affecting his coworkers. Yeah. And, wh- and why is it only wide receivers doing this? Like, like is he the second coming of Terrell Owens? <laughs> I mean, uh, we all know, I guess, for whatever reason, they're the biggest diva position. It just comes with the territory for whatever reason. Now, you're laughing, pun master, but why is it receivers are the ones doing this? I, I can't answer that, but you're right. Because they, the, they get the sexy yards. They get the catches. Yeah, they, they get the highlight plays. They get plays, the highlights. They, they're the one, yeah. They're the one. I, I mean, I'll tell you, Jeff. I'll text my buddy Chad Ochocinco in a little bit, and I'll let you know. But see his did tweet today? tweet today? Yeah. Roger Stone? I, I, I did. I laughed pretty hard at that. I mean, I'd, I'd be upset. That's your morning jog. He's making a comeback. I, I, I don't know. I don't know how he overcame that. Wasn't a beautiful day in Mr. Rogers and Chad Johnson's neighborhood. <laughs> I, 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 wouldn't, I wouldn't want Antonio Brown on my team just simply for, just for one thing. He's done one thing for me that's crossed the line, and that's the live stream from the locker room. Oh, oh yeah. I never oh, yeah. want that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I would just, never want just that. Just so many things that he's done, just detrimental to everyone around him and in that organization. Like that's just unforgivable. And for Tomlin to tell the team, "Yeah, we're gonna tolerate him because of how talented he is," you're telling the players that. Players are like, "Well, gee," you know, like you said, yeah, like, yeah. "Oh, gee." Like, wow, thanks, coach. Thanks. Well, you got my back, but, he's huh? not, but he's not wrong, though, right? Did you think that that offense remotely runs? on um, just Juju Smith-Schuster. No, of course no, he's no. right, but you don't tell the other but players is what I, we're saying. I'll say this. I, I think Guido said it a couple of times on the Haystack. He's kind of already been replaced by Juju. He's kind of has. Kind of has already. I mean, I mean he kind of has, but that's a true wide receiver offense. I agree with you. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. Mm-hmm. Like, like, like it's, it, there is no Juju without Antonio Brown. I, I kind of agree. I can understand uh, that. I'll tell you what. If they trade Antonio Brown, watch for the development of James Washington. Yes. Who's, who's from Oklahoma State, who they drafted last year. The kid can run routes, and he's a very – got really good hands. How big is he? Is he tall? Uh, he's like 5'10". Yeah, well, he's, he's a, a slot guy. guy. Yeah. That's yeah. Too, Juju's pretty tidy, too, right? What? Uh, uh, Antonio Brown's got that outside weapon on the height. I love big receivers, like 6'5". You got one of those guys, you can mix yeah. it with anybody. Sure. But but they have too many of the same receivers. Yeah, though. that's what I'm saying. Eli, Ro- yeah. Eli Rogers is the same as James Washington. Yeah, that's true. That's what I'm saying. You can't have four slot guys and no one who could, like, but the, the go and get are, one. But the Steelers are so good at finding receivers in the draft. Gosh, they're so good at it. It's like. Well, I mean, how long do we think Big Ben? What you, there's some rumors about Big Ben, right? An extension? Well, yeah, he, well, yeah the con- he's, they're working on a contract with him. How do we feel about that? Awful. Yeah. I mean. I mean, how long? You're talking about a dude that just quit to like almost quit two seasons ago, right? Mm-hmm. Wasn't he the one crying? I can't beat the Patriots. I should just quit. Well, I think that was well, wasn't that was the game. I think where he threw. He was by the way. Actually, this one he played the media like a fiddle. This was after the Jaguar game where he threw five picks, uh, and everyone was like, 
And he goes, well, I guess I'm done. I guess I'm done. I guess I'm done. And the media bought it. And I'm like, he playing you like a fiddle. He is not telling the truth by saying, yeah, I'm done, guys. I'm totally done. He's lying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, let's be realistic. How many years do we think any one of the three, Ben, Eli, Philip Rivers, because there's rumors of a Philip Rivers extension, too. Mm-hmm. Ben. The, these guys don't ha- don't have much left. Ben right? turns 37 in March on March 2nd. Yeah. I'll tell you what, out of, out of those guys that you just mentioned, if anyone gives Philip Rivers a contract, they're bananas. What has that guy ever done for football? Uh, he's had nine kids for football. I mean, that, that, that's what he's yeah, had. Yeah, I mean, he's, starting, he's starting his own seven-on-on-seven seven team. It's there's going right? to be, <laughs> gonna be five quarterbacks right, with the last like, name Rivers in the NFL in like twenty. Hey, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with right, you. but like, has he won anything? Has he done like is San Diego slash LA is the king of developing Dan Fouts? They'll throw for a trillion yards, but they're not going to win anything. Uh, I'm with you, man. I, I and you know what? We bought it. A lot of people bought it that this would be the Chargers' year. And boy, I watched. I watched them towards the end of the regular season. And I'm like, nope, dude, not not even close. Yeah. I bought in. I bought in. Yeah, Bill Belichick. Guido Put called. A stop to that real quick. Guido yeah. called them the best team in the AFC. I hmm. said, no, it's still the Patriots. It's always the Patriots. It's always them. Uh, yeah, we, I guess we actually uh, have to it does feel good to hear everybody say that, though. Can you guys go around? I, I always call them at the Patriots. We always do. Jeff, Jeff, I no, people like me and Baccioni did not fall for the Patriots are done. Nope. Act. I've had them winning the world. I've had them winning the Super Bowl since like week 15. We didn't so. fall for that. <laughs> I really have. People call what, me crazy. What about you, Fogarty? Where'd you have the Patriots? Screw uh, Fogarty. <laughs> Screw Fogarty. Fogarty looks like somebody farted in a shoe. I hate that kid. Right? But he's the biggest joke in the world. But I will ask you this because I think that you, sh- I think that you should be excited about it, uh, Pun Master. How do you feel about Chad O'Shea running your offense? I'm interested in seeing what he can do. I mean, he's developed pretty good receivers over there in New England. Listen, if this is any looks of what, what happened in Foxborough, I'm cool with it. I just want to see what they do the in, through the free agent period and through the draft, and I'll I'll judge them after that because I'm not going to judge anyone right now. I got a better. I got a good one for you, Pun Master. Sure. Le'Veon Bell is apparently wants to sign with the Dolphins. He prefers <laughs> to sign with the Dolphins, <laughs> reportedly. Woof, woof, woof. That'll go well, won't it? Le'Veon in Miami, baby. Dude, that sounds Le'Veon. like Ricky Williams 2.0. <laughs> Oh. That's what it smells Le- like. Le'Veon with a full bank account in line at Live. You think that's going to go well? <laughs> no, I, I don't think it goes. No, what? Nobody the Dolphins sign goes well. Just asking Dominican Sue. <laughs> All right, good. I mean, it's a party town, right? Like, I don't know. I wouldn't go there to play football. I mean, and Jeff, we all know oh, you're the life it. of a party, right? I mean, well, the, the thing is, they did just close King of Diamonds, so that's one less place for them to go hang out, though, right? <laughs> Probably. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, we, we you got know to what's be- even better? You know what's even better? Evan laughed too hard at that. He knows exactly what King of Diamonds is. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, we got to hit the break. We got we got two more breaks to get to, and we're running out of time here on this show, so we gotta, we're got we up against it. But uh, thanks for the phone call, man. It was good stuff. <laughs> All right, this this show is exponentially improving without two people. I do like it now. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good weekend, Jeff. Have a good weekend, Jeff. All right, guys, enjoy. All right, All right guys, so we'll come back here, talk a little more basketball, a little more stuff. we got 20 minutes left. It's probably a quick segment because we got one more break to get to. That was a 
we'll run a little longer, but it was a good one. We'll be right back. Swatch on the go one. It's dropped off. Swatch on the go one radio. Long Island's own sports radio network. You're listening to Chalk Talk on the Sports on the Go One radio network. 631-676-2968 is the number to call to reach us here at Chalk Talk here on Sports on the Go One radio. Big Mike Rifkin, James Braccioni, Evan Mazza with you. Hello. 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 Let's dive into what was announced last night, NBA All-Star Game. The starters were announced. I know there's also a fantasy draft, but LeBron James, for no one knows whatever reason, and Giannis were named the captains of these teams. Because he's LeBron James. But is he going to play? Listen, I've been saying for years I still want him in the dunk contest. Oh, yeah. I, I want so I don't care about the NBA All Star Game. I, I let me say that because the NBA All Star Game is the biggest load of garbage, mm-hmm. and I watch the Knicks every night. <laughs> Man, that's I, a big I, load I, of I garbage. Think the, I think the Pro Bowl tops the NBA All Star Game. I, was actually, I, was, I don't watch I was the watching, Pro Bowl. I was garbage. watching some of the skills of the Pro Bowl. That was kind of cool. I like I, that. I, I don't watch. The, there's only two All Star Games I watch. I watch the Major League Baseball All Star yes. Game. And I'll watch the NHL tomorrow mm-hmm. night. Because that the NHL, they d- they figured out a way to make it pretty fun. Yeah, the three, three on three, three with the oh, it's always a good. Yeah. Is the skills tonight? Skills is tonight. Oh hell yeah! yeah. I love the skills. Yeah, skills is great. But yeah, the NHL is fun. They figured out a way to do that right. And they also had that prize money for the million dollars yeah. that last year or two years ago before the Olympics. And yeah, with John Scott. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, looked, they were playing for that. I mean, yeah, so it was cool. Hard. It was a little incentive, and it made it fun. Yeah, they play hard, unlike the NBA. So yeah. where everyone's a buddy buddy. Yeah, but do we agree with these? Selections for these starters. All right. It is most fan voted. It's fan voted, which I hate in every sport because the fans never get it right. So in these, you got Giannis, Embiid, Kemba Walker, Kyrie Irving, Kyrie Irving, and who's the fifth? Who um, am I missing? Kawhi. Kawhi. Oh, Kawhi. I don't have a real issue. I, I mean, Kyrie I, as a starter. I After the Celtics this year, are winning more okay, games who, without who, him. Who's put it? Who are you putting in? D'Lo. Okay, I, I, not even because I'm a Nets fan because he's no, having an All Star season. Okay, I got gotcha. you. I've got no issues with as long as he's a you know reserve. I mean, I, he I, should definitely be because if he's not a reserve, that's absurd. But yeah, I mean, I don't know the numbers on Kyle Lowry, but I could always make the Kyle Lowry yeah. because Toronto is played that well. No Knicks made it as a starter this year. <laughs> That's, That's a shot. Okay, they'll get knocks in the rookie game, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> the West, you got Curry, Durant, Paul George, James Harden, and LJ. L-B-R-O-N-G. Just, okay, obviously LeBron's going to get voted in in any fan vote, but the guy hasn't played in a month and a half. Yeah. I don't think he, they care. I don't think they it care. It just doesn't this make any sense. fan voting, though. It's a popularity contest. It's not the fact of this guy. Ni- that. The, the, Ni- Nikola Jokic got snubbed. Uh, um, Luka. Luka Doncic snubbed. Nikola Jokic is averaging 7.7 assists this year as a center. That's the most since Will Chamberlain, and he had seven. Right. Like, how you – and the Nuggets are in first place. Second place. Second place now. Yeah. How – I mean, uh, he's having a better first half than LeBron James. There's just no doubt about – there's no question. But just because he's Luka – just because he's Jokic or Luka Doncic, who's averaging almost triple-double every freaking game, that they're not going to get this vote because they're not LeBron James. That's not their name. Yeah. I don't know. I, I Russell, West, Russell Westbrook. Yeah. I know he's – Averaging whatever he's averaging, but look, the guy hasn't played well. We we talked about MVP yet, MVP candidates yesterday, Evan. I mean, we had Paul George, we had Giannis, we had you know I brought in Kawhi. 
I mentioned Don, I mentioned Doncic as the MVP. You did. I He's said amazing. You wrote him off. He played so well, but yet we sit for the All Star game and it's just. I, I I know it's just an exhibition, people. Yeah. But but here's my problem: when it's the same game mm-hmm. every year with the same players, it's not fun. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll to your point on that. Steph Curry, sixth All Star selection. Durant, tenth All Star selection. George, sixth. Harden, seventh. LeBron, fifteenth. Giannis, third in his like third year. Joel, second in his third year. Kawhi, uh, Kyrie, sixth in his sixth year. I mean, these guys are the same guys every it's year, every thing. single year. Right. I mean, how it's, what's the, the point of the All-Star game is to honor the guys who had all or having All-Star seasons and, and who are the best players. Be there. I'll, I'll say one other guy in the West who I think really got – LaMarcus Aldridge has had a really nice year for the Spurs. Right. Because I think a lot of people – I don't know about you, but the, a lot of people had the Spurs left for dead when, mm-hmm. you know – Mm-hmm. Kawhi's not there. This if Manu retired. Tony Parker's not there. Can DeRozan and Lamarcus Aldridge carry? They're I think six or seven right yeah. now in the West. They're, yeah, they're they're not as bad as people thought, and that's a testament to how great Greg Popovich. They're is. six in the West right now, and yeah, Pop Popovich is the best coach in the NBA. Yeah. I, I, we, I, I I mean I care more about the dunk contest and the three point contest than I mm-hmm. do the NBA All Star game. So who get who you guys th- see as reserves? Who are the reserves? I mean, there's a bunch, but I think Doncic has got to be. Yeah. Uh, Jokic has got to be in there. Lamar. One of the Spurs guys, yeah. either DeRozan or Aldridge. I mean, on the East, I think I I need D'Angelo Russell in that All Star game. He has to have it. He has to have it. He's averaging about thirty points a game for the last month and a half. It's he's single handedly, not single handedly, but he's the leader of this Nets team, he, which is the hottest team in basketball. So that's sure. impossible to deny, in my opinion. Anthony but, Davis is going to get a reserve spot. Yeah, yeah he's got to get Davis. a so There's another Good snub name. on the list for he, not a starter. He's going to get one. Good name. Um, maybe Ben Simmons in the East. Yeah, I've heard Sim- he was actually uh, Simmons or Lowry. What about Jimmy Butler? No, I, be, I, de- I bet you he gets in. He probably does, but y- you know what? The uh, to me, I don't view Jimmy Butler as an All Star right now. I don't. I, I've I'll say this: I don't watch the Philadelphia Seventy Sixers every night, but I don't think he makes them. You know that team that we all thought they would be. This oh, year. I mean, I've watched the Sixers three, two or three times this year when they played the Nets. I've been so unimpressed every single time I watch them play. We beat them. Uh, I think. The one time they lost, but it, it was like a bad loss. They were up by like 28 and then ended up losing sure. by like two. And the other time they won by like 26. And it's just – I mean, Markel Fultz is a horrendous player. Uh, he's, 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 he is a, he's a horrendous basketball player. But uh, the, the Sixers, they seem to just kind of – they're not really in sync. I don't know. And I, didn't, I haven't seen them play with Butler yet. Yeah. So that's a different – I don't know their, what, if they've maybe gotten more cohesion or – no, it's another shooter, of course. Sure. But I don't imagine Jimmy Butler and uh, his antics – Making a team uh, more cohesive. So, where do you get Damian Lillard being a fifth in the All Star voting? It's a joke because he plays in Portland. Mm. I mean, here's the other name I'll mention for the. Uh, I just had a name for the East. Oh, if it's his last year, I would have no issue with Dwayne Wade Dwayne being an All Star. Mm-hmm. If it's his last year, which I don't. He's know having a very good season too. Yeah, I'd have no issue with Dwayne Wade. But you can't sit there. It's the same game every year. I'm sorry. It's the same guys. I could care less. The fans should not be able to vote. That's a great thing about the NHL All-Star game is that there's guys sometimes you've never even heard of. Rookies who play in Vancouver or play in Nashville. It's like, oh, who's this guy? Oh, he's a sick defenseman. Then you learn these guys' names. That's the point of it. The point is to bring in new All-Stars. Why do you you not want, as a league, new All-Stars and say, wow, look at how much talent we have? Not the same 
12 players every single game, every single year. Yeah, Elias Pettersson in Vancouver is having a great rookie year. He'll be playing tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. Sebastian Ajo in Carolina. Mm-hmm. He's had a fantastic And then it's the chance, it's the chance to get these guys' names on the national stage and promote your the talent in your league. And Bat- it just doesn't get done Bat- in the NBA. Barzell yeah, sure. For the Islanders, he, he's going to be there. So, mm-hmm. you know, you know uh, Henrik for the Rangers, but. It's just a little boring. It's stale, right. the NBA All-Star game. It, it is, because they don't try. Yeah. And everyone's friends and, you know. It's like the NFL Pro Bowl. Nobody tries. I like Maybe the celebrity game more than I like the actual. The cele- I like game. the celebrity game, too. I actually find it's myself it's enjoying that. It's pretty fun. I find myself enjoying that. <laughs> I you know, usually watch root for watch Michael Rapp. I watch Justin Bieber ball out every year. Justin Bieber, that's right. <laughs> I'm Michael more of a Michael Rapsport. Rapsport. Yo, let, me, let me tell you, Michael Rapsport, go, go off there. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep T.O. always plays, and he's, like, oh. nasty at basketball. <laughs> well, he played college ball. Yeah, he has a, he has a full-court hoop in his uh, – a full-court, um, like, a, like gym in his house, Terrell Owens. Like, right. inside of his house, he has a basketball court. Of course he does. Court. He's a, he's <laughs> a, T.O. is an athletic freak. Yeah, he really is. That dude is. is an athletic freak. He probably could have played in the NBA, honestly. Probably. Uh, Tony Gonzalez played at college basketball, I think, so right? So Antonio Gates. Antonio, that's right, Antonio Gates, right, Antonio Gates. Jimmy Graham. Jimmy Graham, you know, these guys. Well, are we hear about Antonio Gates every time he goes up for a catch. Oh, <laughs> that former basketball, basketball player. <laughs> literally every single time, like, <laughs> for the last 20 years. Oh, what Antonio Gates used to play basketball in college. Like, they just <laughs> love that stat. Yes, we know that. announcer, like, all right, yeah. <laughs> It'd be great if, like, if, like, Jim Nance said that, Tony Romo just looks at me like, yes, we know that. We, yes, we Oh, we know that, Jim. <laughs> oh, yeah, Jim, we know that. In this formation, they're going to throw it to Gates. Jump ball. Jump ball. Right, look at this snub. Another snub I got here. Um... Vucevic, Nikolai Vucevic on the Orlando. He's averaging 20.5 points, 12 rebounds, 3.8 assists, 1 steal, and 1.2 blocks a game. Not an all-star? Those aren't all-star numbers? That's (laughs) an (laughs) all-star. I mean, I don't know his numbers. Carl Anthony Towns because, you know, he's the guy in Minnesota. And Minnesota's rolling. They won the Staples Center last night and beat the Lakers. Drew Holiday, who? Snub. There's so many guys. It's just like – that's my issue with fan voting. It's you're voting for who you want to see, mm-hmm. not, who not who deserves it. it. Yep. And that's why players and coaches should be the guys voting. Don't let the fans decide. I know it's a game for the fans, but in reality, I mean, it's just not. It's not really fair to the players no. who are having all-star seasons. It's not. No, you're right. I, I mean. If you're I mean, all star all star accolades get you more money, and you're having all star seasons, but you're getting snubbed because you've got you lost your job to a LeBron James who hasn't played in two months. Mm-hmm. It's just not it's not it's not right. Vukovic, the guy in Orlando. Yeah, we can't penalize him because he plays in Orlando. Yeah, and they and are, and the Magic are terrible. <laughs> and we are. He's averaging twenty point five and twelve Come a game. On. Scotty Pippen, we're going to talk about the Knicks and Nets in a second, but Scotty Pippen was asked by Rachel Nichols if he'd rather play for the Nets or the Knicks. Scotty said he'd flip a coin and hope it doesn't come back. <laughs> Pretty funny, but Scotty Pippen can go burn in hell. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Scotty uh, Pippen clearly, cool no, clearly not watching Brooklyn Nets basketball. Perfect. You, you, don't, you don't bash my Nets right now. There is absolutely nothing anyone can say. You can burn, Scotty. Burn. That was dark. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say this on the Knicks' perspective. I don't know what people were expecting of the Knicks <laughs> this season, but what do you think the Knicks do at the deadline? Realistically, Ennis Cantor's gone. Courtney Lee's gone. Who? Trier? No, I, I think he's part of the future. What about Moutier, who could probably bring you back. Moutier arguably could a, be one gone. of your biggest returns. Yeah, Moutier could be gone. Listen, I, I I'll say it now. 
I wouldn't be shocked if they tried shopping Tim Hardaway Jr. I, I, I mean, he's got that. a fat contract. He's so. got a fat con- – but if you eat part of it yeah. and you get – And they have the money to eat some of it. So. Right. So, for the Knicks, it's – Fast forward to July and, you know. You Wait for Durant not to sign with you. To, I'll, I'll be honest <laughs> with you. I could care less what Kevin Durant signs. If, if you can land, I don't even care if Kyrie comes. The guy I would like for them to sign personally is Kemba Walker. Mm. If Kemba Walker would decide to come to the Knicks and you get a healthy Porzingis and you Knox becomes what you hope he becomes, mm-hmm. That's not a bad group of three. Oh, yeah. I mean, we saw what Kemba Walker can do with the Garden right. yeah. in the Big East Championship. Yeah. He's a right. clutch player. I don't know if he wants to stay in Charlotte forever and not win anything. Just ha- gets to hang out with Jordan every day. That's pretty cool. Mm. <laughs> what do you, so you, you want to see tonight from your Nets, Jimmy, like when they play the Knicks? Win by you, 70 I points. I want to see us slaughter. I want to see us destroy them because we should because they're a 10 times better team and we have better players at every single position and we have a better bench and we have six better bench players than any bench player on the Knicks. Um, Ennis Canner has usually given us a problem in the past when we play the Knicks, but Jared Allen's way he's in the, his defensive presence this year has just become so much better. And they also have Ed Davis, who has been amazing uh, off uh, coming off the bench and shutting down defenders. He's averaging co- so quietly, like a double-double a game. I think he's got like 10 and 8, or close to a double-double. But Ronda House Jefferson's now back and healthy. They always use him to play that power forward position, but use him more as a defender because that's his specialty. So he plays the big man really well. I don't want the Knicks to score over 100 tonight. I'll, put it, I'll say that. I want to hold the Knicks to under 100, and I think that's very possible. Yeah, mm-hmm. If the Knicks could keep it within 10, I'm fairly happy. That, because happy. that's all I want. I, all I want to see be competitive. Mm-hmm. Don't get blown out. I want to see you get blown could you say out. The, could you say the Knicks, though, despite their not, you know record, have been semi-competitive this year? Yeah, most games. You, you know, if you, you look, there are games they get blown. Like the other night against Houston, I'm okay with that performance. You could have won that game, but James Harden goes for 61, you lose by four points. Fine. That's fine. But when you're losing games by 15 to 20, it's, you know, what positives can you take from that? Even if Brooklyn goes up big early tonight, the Knicks can make a push and somehow at the end force Brooklyn to have to put the starters back in or at least put D'Angelo Russell back in or something and not just make it a a wash. Then that would be something that you can – resiliency. You want to see scrappiness. You want to see them – I want to see growth and development. I'm excited to watch Knox tonight, actually. I want to see from the Knicks what I've seen from the New York Rangers. Growth, development, be competitive. Mm -hmm. That's all I want to see. How good has Phil Pedal been? I was about oh. to say, I, was like, I, I, know you, I know you guys are huge oh, Rangers fans. I'm Phil, like, what do you guys Phil say? Phil Pedal, really <laughs> he's learning how to use that size and get to the net, and he's and doing he's it 19. regularly. He's 19. He's 19. Oh, man, he looks good. I can't wait to have him, Kratzoff, and Panarin on the line next year. What do you guys want to see from the net? Well, actually, do you think this is Hendrick Lundqvist's final All-Star game? Mm-mm. No. No. We have no one else. He, he <laughs> He'll be the Rangers representative until let, until let me find his quote from last night. He loves being a Ranger. Yeah, yeah, I pride myself on being a He always says that. I mean, he's the, he's the consummate New York He's what it means to be a New York Ranger in, in the most form I've ever seen it. And this guy loves being a Ranger. I don't want him to ever go anywhere. I can never see him playing anywhere. I don't think he will ever go anywhere. I think he'll retire yeah. before they ever traded him. He loves year. being here in New York. You mm-hmm. can tell. He absolutely loves being he here. He embraces New York. New York has embraced him. He's the king. He's the king for a reason. So... I hope they never move him. Mm-hmm. I'm not too uh, thrilled about him playing in this All-Star game, though, I'll be honest. I'd rather him get I, the rest, but. 
I mean, there's whatever. It's one period, right, or two periods he's gonna play. Periods, what yeah. do you guys want to see from the Rangers after the break? Like, what what play are you guys looking for? Obviously, it's Kevin Hayes. Well, it, it, the Hayes situation. I want to see more Ryan Lindgren. I want to see Lindgren. I would like to see Leah Sanderson get recalled. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want to see Brett Howden maybe do something. Brett <laughs> Howden play better. I, I want Cody McLeod <laughs> off the darn <laughs> yeah, roster. Yeah. I mean, I want to see some trades. I would, I would like to get rid of a Duke if we can get a return. I wanted to flip him to Edmonton and kind of fleece them again, like it seems everybody does. But listen, if they can get Duke to Edmonton for pull the RV in their first round pick, mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying. That's what oh, Edmonton, Edmonton. I tweeted to you the other day to listen to the podcast. I don't know if you have <laughs> me. No, no, no. The Edmonton. Oh, the Edmonton. <laughs> Listen, I had some ideas for your organization, so give that a listen, Edmonton Oilers. <laughs> Probably better than what they got running the system uh, up there right now, dude. Yeah, it is. Uh, guess we'll move on real quick to the Royal Rumble. Yeah, I know the resist. I know. I know you're Close not. It up. We're gonna we're gonna go. We'll go Rumble. It's all you. All right, we're gonna start with the we're gonna start with the women's title match. We're gonna go with sure. the important matches. Okay. Uh, Ronda versus Sasha. Ronda. I'm going Ronda too. Ronda. The, this Ronda Rousey. This the it's. I love Sasha. I'm happy she has this opportunity, but she's not winning. She I don't know who Sasha them. is, but Sasha I'm going Banks. Ronda. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's how you know. Oscar versus Becky Lynch. Oscar. I'm going Oscar too. There's yeah. just no way. I'm Beck Beck Oscar because I think Becky Lynch will do ha- will have I, some bigger things. Yeah. Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles for the WWE title. I'm going AJ. Really? I, I'm going Daniel Bryan. Okay, that's fine. I can't see AJ winning this. I think that, that Bryan just got the belt. He's rolling with it. Uh, he's having, he's doing this great run as a heel. I, I, I'm going Bryan. You're probably right. I just wanted to disagree. All right. <laughs> Bro- well, we're going to agree here. Brock Lesnar versus Finn Balor. We're not going to agree. I'm taking my client. My client. <laughs> my client. Brock. Le- it's Lesnar. It's Lesnar. It will forever be Lesnar until no. they decide not to put the so decide to I, take the belt I, off of him. There's something inside of me right now, after watching what happened on Raw, where Braun Strowman screws over Brock Lesnar and Finn Balor wins. It would be No and Way uh, Out 2004 esque yeah. if Finn if that's the if that's if the finish. If that's the finish, I'm going streaking. <laughs> <laughs> I can't continue off of that. <laughs> women's women's and men's rumble. Who wins? I got Becky and I got Rand- I, well not Randy Orton. No, so that's Anthony's pick. I'm going Becky Lynch and I'm going Seth Rollins to win the men's rumble. I, I have the same, but I wouldn't be shocked if Charlotte won the women's. But I think that my brother said the same thing. I, I my brother said Becky. the same thing. And I said, that's uh, what, right, what, Charlotte. You can never count Charlotte what, out. One of my friends said to me the other night, don't be surprised if Becky beat up our truth as he's entering at 30. If Becky's the number 30 entry in the men's rumble. That would be his, the man. What's that the would man? be hysterical if that happened. Um, that would be great. Yeah, I got that would be hysterical. But, yeah, that, you know what? That's a good point, Charlotte. My brother has always said, like, don't count out Charlotte. You Never can't. count out Charlotte. Because he always, so, in other matches, you have Rusev Nakamura for the U.S. Tires to preach. I'm going to go I'm gonna go Rusev. Hopefully. The, the Bar versus Miz and Shane. I'm actually going Miz and Shane. I'm going the bar. <laughs> and the but bar can't. The bar can't do this twice in two years where they lose a Braun Strowman and a child, and then the Miz and Shane thing. No. I'm telling you, Miz, Shane, Miz and Shane. A McMahon always gets the title in some of these big matches. And buddy, the Fatal Four Cruiserweight title that was pretty cool. Buddy Murphy versus Tozawa and a Tommy and Kalisto. I'm gonna go Buddy Murphy. 
Yeah, Buddy Murphy. Buddy Murphy. So that's that's the Rumble. Sorry, <laughs> that's the Rumble. I'm I can't I can't wait for the Rumble. It's a Chase Field, and you. No, that's told, cool. That's very cool. I told cool. you about that. And you're like, oh, that's, that's really very cool. cool. That's very cool. And WrestleMania is gonna be here in MetLife, and so they have like you can go. I assume they have like field tickets, and like they fill up the the stadium. You can sit in the seats. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they have like yeah, they have field. They have seats ringside. Uh, you can actually, of course, sit in the stands. They did this at WrestleMania. That's a ton of people. It's a lot. Yeah, Chase Field. I mean, I mean, it's like what forty five thousand something Chase like that. Forty thousand, and then you add all the seats on the floor yeah an extra twenty thousand. chase field holds a capacity of forty eight thousand oh. six hundred eighty six um here we go setup design beginning to take shape the design inside baseball stadium already looks to be promising yeah they have uh, a couple of preview of what the arena here they, here's the, this what it looks like i'm looking at it right now but their entrances are actually going to be from the dugout that's cool. Which is pretty that's pretty cool. cool. That's you know, it's gonna be from that area. And Chase Field is beautiful. I'd love yeah, to see I've Chase been there. Field. Oh I've you have? Yeah, I went there uh, like a year after it opened. It was it was really cool. I saw Randy Johnson oh. destroy the Mets. Back <laughs> when it was called Bank One yeah. Ballpark. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Actually, no, I wasn't it wasn't the year after it opened. I went there in like two thousand two, the year after the Dimebacks won the World Series. So that's right. Oh, okay. Saying. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it was cool. Randy I Johnson. I've always yeah. liked the Chase Field pitcher's mound. It, it's the mound yeah. and it's like the dirt. Yeah. You just see Detroit the Detroit has that too. I like that. Oh, do they? Yeah. Oh, I never yeah. That. Um, yeah, but that day it was 119 degrees Ooh. when I went to the game in Phoenix. And they, uh, but in that stadium, they have like closed off. There's air conditioning; you couldn't right, even tell. But walking up to the like, uh, they have like a strip where it has like a couple bars and stuff, like to get like the street Boiling. to go into the stadium. Oh my goodness! Boiling. It was like it was hot, and they had like all every place had like misters like blowing into the street because 119, no joke. Boiling. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, that, that sounds like that sounds like heck. <laughs> but that's a cool. That's a cool uh, idea for a, a wrestling match in a oh. baseball stadium like that. I like yeah. that. Yeah, I mean they did. They did it at WrestleMania 19 back Safe in 2003 at Safeco Field, and yeah. that was really yeah, that looked cool really too. cool. That looked really Safeco cool. Safeco is beautiful. Safeco so. is beautiful. Yeah. yeah, I need to go to Safeco. I got I got all these ballparks in my head, and I yeah. want I have oh I'm God, I've this one. I've gotten to like 16. I've gotten to really. Yeah, something like that. I've been I've to been to four. Shea City and no shit. Well, I I wasn't paying attention. City, Yankees, Fen- Fenway, and Safeco. You went to the the new Yankee Stadium? Yeah, I've been to the new Yankee. What'd you think? Because I went to the new Yankee Stadium I this past. I prefer the old one. Me too. I like the new one. I really? don't dislike yeah, it. I, like it. I, think it's a, I think it's a nice stadium. Everything's expensive. Yeah, yeah that's it's, nice, it's, a, it's, a, it's a beautiful stadium. It's a nice place to watch a game. It's yeah. it's beautiful. It is. It's it's a beautiful. It's big. It's beautiful. Same on the outside, but when you go inside, it, the thing is, it's yeah. Seems it's huge. T- it's like hard to like find your seat. Yeah. <laughs> like like well, like the levels are kind of weird. I mean, but my 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 little my cousin and my brother this year. This was back in July and August. They were playing the Texas Rangers. We had bleacher seats in right field. We go to we go to the concession stands to get our food, mm-hmm. and the concession stand instead of facing, say, the parking lot. Where you can turn around and see the game or watch the game on TV, kind of like how the Mets yeah, do. So yeah. you the concession stand Are is facing literally the facing the game. Yeah. So we're like, we're we're on we're online, and all of a sudden you hear like everything going on. We're like, what's going on? We can't see anything. Yeah, you can't see the. Yeah. Yeah. And you're walking around, and there's walls everywhere, yeah. and like. Yeah, what? the thing I do like about it though is how. It's it's you, you walk in there you know it's Yankee Stadium. Yeah, like, I like that. All like there's legends everywhere. The, museum the museums, like nice. it's. I mean, yeah. it's it's you know it's Yankee Stadium. Where, where where the Mets have done a better job of that when the City Fields first opened though, I I, th- I would have thought the New York Pepsi's played there. <laughs> it, it, but now you know, they have more Mets stuff. They have the Let's yeah. Go Mets stuff. They've gotten better with it. But that first couple years, it was just yeah, ads, after ads, ads after ads after ads after ads. And I was Pepsi. like, who plays here? The New York <laughs> the New York Pepsi's. But <laughs> the New York well, they, Pepsi's. They've gotten better with that. That's a great. <laughs> That's what I thought. That's what the they New York Pep- Ladies and gentlemen, the 2010 <laughs> New York Pepsi. It's going to come to that. The 2038 oh, New York Pepsi. New York like Pepsi. The New York Wupa. New York Goodyear tires. Like <laughs> <laughs> something. 
what, what is what is the lease at City Field up? Because of course, I mean, a name like City Field means you're gonna get a name change soon. No idea. Don't. When don't is that lease? No, I, I like City Field. Don't care. I don't care about the corporate. I mean, part. I mean, it's gonna be kind of weird saying, "Hey guys, let's go to." I don't know, State Farm Ballpark. I mean, San Francisco changes their ballpark's name like every two <laughs> yeah, <laughs> years. Yeah, no, I mean, Florida, the old Pro Player Stadium <laughs> was Pro Player Stadium. Now it's Hard Rock Stadium, yeah. Sunlight Stadium, Landshark Stadium. <laughs> like, it's going to, like, the Met, that city yeah. lease will come up and, like, oh, we have to change the name now. we got to find a sponsor. I think they got a good partnership, though. I think they do. I think they might extend it. It's a, it seems like a pretty good partnership. We're going to get a Patreon ballpark since everyone does Patreon <laughs> patron now. I want, to like, I want Dippin' Dots Park. <laughs> <laughs> There's one arena. It's like it's like a casino. I forget where it is. Uh, it's it's a hockey arena, and it's called the um, oh my stinking god! It's called the uh, where is it? Uh, I, I think it's in Vegas. I think it's in Vegas. It's I think it's it's a hotel resort arena. I'm gonna ju- I'm just gonna look. Up, I'm just gonna cheat here and look they up. They played oh. key at T-Mobile, the Golden Knights. Okay. Do. Rogers Place, Bridgestone Arena, Central Bell, Staples, Key Bank, Rogers Arena, Nationwide Arena, American Airlines, Central Bell, TD Garden, T-Mobile Arena, Little Caesars Arena. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, that's Carolina. That's <laughs> uh, Detroit. Yeah. The Detroit. little the Little Caesars Arena. I like that one. Jiffy well, Lube Arena. There's one. Joe Lewis. <laughs> the Cow Palace. I like that actually. The Cow Palace. Uh, yeah. The old. Oh wow. The old Garden Enterprise Center. Uh oh, it's gonna it's it's totally lost in my head now. It's it's gonna pop up. It's like oh, the Dunkin' Donuts, <laughs> the Dunkin' Donuts, sure. Providence, going to the Dunk, the Dunkin' Donuts Center. <laughs> Come on, all right, last all right, last chance, last the Chesapeake Energy Arena, Bankers Life Fieldhouse, Smoothie King, Smoothie King, Smoothie King Arena, Smoothie that's, that's King. Carolina, right? Yes, yeah, the Smoothie King Arena. Ah, uh, th- there's a the oh yeah, it's New Orleans oh, where the Pelicans play. Yeah. The Smoothie King Arena. Uh, it's going to pop up in my head you know, next Monday, and I'm going to say it on the show. I'm going to be like, ah, oh, here it is. <laughs> the, oh, here it is. Got, Got it. It's in Arizona. Perfect. The Talking Stick Resort Arena uh, in Phoenix, Arizona. Yes. The Talking yes. Stick Arena. Tell me that is not the worst name ever. Hey, you guys, we're going to go to the Phoenix Suns. First of all, Phoenix Suns game, by the way. At the Talking Stick let's, Arena. Let's go to the stick. Let's go to the stick. <laughs> the stick, dude. Let's go to the stick. <laughs> They're actually the only team who played there. Are they? They have sons. Yeah, yeah the Coyotes move. Mm-hmm. When do the Coyotes? They're the playing Glendale. Yeah, Glendale. Something like that. Yeah, where like the Cardinals play. I was about to say, is it close to the Cardinals? Yeah, Probably. I, yeah. I, I know the, the Dimebacks and the Suns are right next to each other. But oh, the are other, they? Yeah. We're next to Alice Cooper's Town. Awesome restaurant owned by Alice Cooper, the musician. <laughs> awesome nice. bar. Love it's sick. Alice yeah, it's a really cool place. Nice. But I saw it on food tra- on, a tra- on a Man vs. Food, and I went there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was cool. Mike, Big Mike, you want to take us out? Sure. Everybody, have a good weekend. Stay safe. We'll be back with you Monday here on Chalk Talk Sports on the Go One Radio. Have a good weekend, everybody. Sports on the Go One Radio, Long Island's own sports radio network.